0: i right, make, make sure everyone's heard amazing
1: it. story, Chad. It's an amazing
2: story. You're listening to the Skipping Church Podcast. What's
1: it do? It turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. It's a nightmare. You can't say goddamn on Don't go. no worry, nobody's
3: listening anyway.
2: With Shane Fleeman and Corey Johnson.
0: And we're back already after a month long absence, put out a podcast a couple of days ago and got this one, the one in the tank. I'm just holding on to who's the one in the tank. Marcus. No, I put that one out uh, first. <laughs> Tim. No, it's The Tim podcast is going to take forever to edit because I don't want to get sued for libel.
1: Oh yeah. Cause fucking Tim's in that lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's no telling what you're talking about that. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Tim to say some shit. Like, why haven't you put out my podcast yet, man? Yeah, because I'm trying to save us from lawsuits. Well, we
1: the other deal is, like, we can edit anything we say. So, like, I told Chad, because Chad's, a, so.
3: Yeah, I didn't really want to bring that up.
1: <laughs> As space bar. So, anytime we say space bar, that's, hey, I'm about to say yeah. something
3: I don't want anybody to
1: know about. <laughs> Do you want to- really, you want me to take that out? No, take it out. It's
0: fine. Fuck CB. That's what we'll call him.
3: I'll better write it down. See, C- because once we talk, can we just call
0: you Chad? There's plenty of Chads in the world.
3: Yeah, that's not a problem. Okay. So no. After last
0: we names. do it,
1: we've done this like with five people, and after we do it, they're like, okay, yeah, we didn't say anything. I don't know what they think. Again, there's like two people. Listening. This
0: is okay, but remember, like when we're telling stories and stuff, don't bring I'll in any last best. names in. I know. It.
1: <laughs> the hard part is I have to now. Just I just make to, it
0: easy for me to hit it. That's all I'm asking.
1: Now I have to fucking think about what I'm going to say that's not going to cost him his job
0: don't worry about it really everyone who listens we know it's about 10 people
1: yeah it's literally about just 10 people I think Kim listens <laughs> like, yeah. gonna ch- someone's going to really <laughs> want to dig up some dirt
0: on you to find this they're, yeah they're gonna it's
1: gonna be harder than Trump and Russian
0: connections sure. <laughs> I right. have to do an FBI investigation for and everything so, Chad, oh man, I met homie, fuck dude,
1: long time ago, man, like Chad was a kid, I guess I was too, really, but like, uh, how old are you, Chad? 29. No, he's closer to me than I thought, I thought you were like five years younger than me, at so least <laughs> three years younger than me, but like, I met Heath, his brother, and we started dicking around back before Heath was on Linked Up and all that shit. Docked Up, bro. Doc what is it called? LinkedIn, LinkedIn, yeah. Heath's on one of those, but me and Chad were get, like busting his balls for it because it's a sellout to the corporate. World. Like, what a loser! It
0: is a really gross kind of uh, <laughs> social media <laughs> thing. I, I was seen. on LinkedIn for a little bit uh, when I was still working in the oil field. Uh, when I was at, um, that's what Heath he, uh, is in the oil Logistics, yeah. When I was managing over there, like someone talked me into getting a LinkedIn account. It's just super gross like it's just all networking like yeah, yeah. you can tell by looking at the pictures. just people who like talk to people who, Heath looks very professional in his picture he's even got a black just want
1: back, business background business. he's the, got what a brick background in his tie like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing he's a sell I know who he really is so I wonder
0: matter. I might actually be friends with Heath <laughs> <laughs> on LinkedIn yeah is well, it LinkedIn I haven't, or? I haven't messed with it in probably five years but
1: oh. so like I met Heath Heath was like this little weird, he's not little really, lower half, he's little. Um, but then we met little Chad. Little Chad was going to the kickboxing workouts with us in the rec center. And then you went to UT, right? You were yeah. like really good in school and then went to UT and then came back and was a fireman?
3: Yeah, I wasn't going very long. It's was a brainiac. Didn't make the cut down there.
1: Why not? He's partying right, too hard, just, motherfucker.
3: Should called it quits. Heath, I don't know, talking to Heath when he got out of school was like, that ain't for me, man.
1: Oh, just going to school and stuff? Yeah. I would have never graduated if I went to UT. <laughs> Is, oh, because it's in Austin, yeah. huh? Well, yeah, I didn't think about the, that. I
3: uh, was in the ROTC program, too, so I had one year, basically, to, like, if I went anymore, I was going to have to sign a commitment.
1: So. No shit, yeah. I didn't, re- I don't remember that, really? Yeah. For what, like the Army, Army? or
3: something? or Navy.
1: No shit, Chad, yeah. I didn't remember that. Then like uh, So man So like Then the other, a couple of years ago We were sitting like So I got into like this big Me and Shin kinda I guess At the same time But like we got into this big like Hunting thing Because like all the podcasts We listen to And TV shows and shit And more like I got into it Because it was like a I think it's healthier than eating All the shitty shit you can get And uh, so I was talking to your brother About it one day I'm like, man, these fucking dudes are like doing these big public land hunts and like they go out there for a long time and blah, blah, blah. i like, sounds really fucking cool and really hard. He's like, yeah, you should talk to Chad about that. I'm like, <laughs> why? Like he goes, cause that motherfucker will go up there in September and lose 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but I've been to your dad's house before. Like your dad was real avid in it,
3: right? Yeah. My dad's actually a successful hunter, you know, like he what actually is, fills tags.
1: Oh, okay, because you mean because you're, you're not successful?
3: <laughs> I spent a whole lot of time up there. Man, cool we, experiences, we didn't.
1: Were you there that time we watched that fucking? It was at that point where he lived over there off of, like, 2nd Street. We, we watched First, the U.S. Yeah, 1st yeah. Street. We watched, like, a fight over there one time. Man, his dad's like, G, bro. He's got a fucking goatee now that. I think looking at it makes your testosterone level go up. Oh like uh
0: <laughs> what's that shirt you have? Uh, the wide herp shirt, like that kind and, of No man, his
1: dad's got like the top half but the fucking gnarly bottom half is pretty cool. That <laughs> is cool. But so like so you guys did it when you were kids and Heath didn't get into it but you kinda stayed into it?
3: Man, we we hunted growing up and stuff, but we didn't do any uh we didn't do any hunting in the mountains, public land or any of that stuff, so so you kind of did this on your own.
1: Yeah. Why? Like, what yeah, made you get into I
3: couldn't afford it? a deer lease in uh, Texas. Oh. So I was like, got to find a way to go hunting. That's fucking
1: cool, man. Like, um, so like in Texas, they sold all the, like in the, is it the 60s or the 40s? Something like that. They sold pretty much all their uh, state parks and stuff like that. That's one of the reasons yeah. why Texas is so financially stable because they have a shitload of money they got from selling all their land um so like with if you don't know so like maintaining the mineral rights yeah so like um here you always have to like hunt on leases which are small acre plots and then they bait them in with deer feeders and then you ambush those little fuckers which honestly i don't even have a problem with that because it's like i'm sure i have some people who disagree with me but no, well, it depends YouTube. on how you look at it. Well the I mean, deal is if, like if you're harvesting food. Yeah, the deal is like it's gonna make a hard case, I think, to against that, like to say it's unethical if you're buying cheeseburgers. Wouldn't you say? Like yeah. it, it, a deer that gets to hop from Chad's land to my land, and I just feed him with some corn throughout the year, and then I blast his ass. i right. mean he's a lot he, happier than a if cow. you have a problem oh, with yeah.
0: hunting from a blind to a feeder, you better not be eating anything that's factory farm because like, yeah it's yeah 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 if you have a, yeah
1: if you think that's unethical and you're eating meat, you're a fucking hypocrite in a way, you know what i mean kind of yeah well like i I did a little- my dad it's like I'd been talking to Chad about all this for a couple of years now, and then like my dad. My dad and my uncle grew up doing that shit, dude. Like my great-grandfather raised them and dude, they he would take them up to like Yellowstone and shit all summer and they'd live out of a fucking camper and like fish and hike and do all this crazy shit all the time. And then like my uncle never got out of hunting, he's all in it like um but he's like he's a farmer too in Abilene. And so like he was telling me that he's like, "No, man, I love all that." public hand, land shit he's like but i got three kids i retire in a year he's so he's like man as soon as i'm fucking and he just got through kicking well he got remarried so i think he's got two more years with a kid in high school and he was telling me like, i oh, am in. as soon as i can kick these kids out bro he's like i'm putting a camper on the back of my truck and we're just gonna do these big do-it-yourself um hunts in colorado and so he's like i'll just start putting him, i think he's been doing that shit i don't know mm. but um so like he He's still in it. So, like, when I was a kid, he would take me hunting and stuff, and I'd ambush a deer or two every now and then at a feeder, which is cool. But, it, honestly, the part that I'm not in a, like, I will never, ever have a deer lease doing that only because – not because I have a problem with it, because it's boring. Yeah. I mean, you literally walk out there. You sit down. Sun comes up. Pick one. You shoot one, if they're there. It's kind of like fishing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is cool. I'm not knocking it. I mean, it's cool, but it's not something I could – like, I, it doesn't interest me at all. Like, if I didn't have, like, if I didn't know Chad and had, like, this, somebody to tell me, like, this is how you do it or whatever the fuck. You know what I Like, give you a game plan. Like, I would never get into it because it's, like, I don't understand the point of paying, like, that much money, bro, for how many? How many can you get? Like, three does and two bucks, I think, in Texas? Uh, something dude, like that?
3: depends on the county. Really? Like, the least we've got this year, you can get buck and four does.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, so, man, you pay all this money. And some of them are really fucking expensive, man. And like you go out there and spend like a combined time. I guess you can spend as much time as you want out there if you're picky. But I laugh at like the trophy hunting aspect of that side. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these guys that yeah. post these pictures like, oh, I got this big buck. I've been watching. It's like, yeah, I get it. But you just bait him and he just comes in like, you know what I mean? It's cool, but it's kind of like, yeah, I don't get it. You know what I mean? It's not it's for me. It wouldn't challenge me enough to be interested in it yeah so
3: yeah that gets that gets into a whole nother deal man there's people that like the high fence stuff oh i got something to tell you keep going dude there's there's some people that are hardcore against it people that are hardcore for it which it's not for me but i don't have if somebody's got the money and that's the way they want to do it and they're i mean they're going out and doing it i guess controversially for some people in an They're not making animals, you know, suffer and why. I mean, it's it's quick, clean kill, and they're getting some some good, healthy meat out of it and stuff. I mean, that's to each their own, but that's, that's not my kind of...
2: No,
1: I, I, I think I'm with you, man. It's not... There's no challenge in it. Like, it's not... I'm not... I don't think any of it's unethical. Like, I mean, if you're going to eat it, I don't think it's unethical because the way we buy meat's fucked up. Like, yeah. we don't have to get into that shit show. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... <clears throat> unless you're just putting landmines out there. Yeah, unless you're <laughs> <laughs> just blowing them up and picking up the pieces, but that would be fucking cool. Like <laughs> but uh no like um so get this, bro. My uncle runs a high fence operation by sweetwater. So he started doing this, not the same uncle, different uncle. I don't I don't right. see this one very much. And um he started doing this just a couple years ago. He's never really no, not even that. Maybe last year. Like He's never done this before. I don't think he's ever been big in hunting. He actually ran a golf course forever. Then he started managing a roofing a couple He basically has some really rich friends. And they were like, hey, man, we got this. You know, they just do shit to make extra money. Like they have so much money, they'll do projects to make money. That's how much money they have. You know what I'm saying? And like, oh, we got a bunch of, they got like, I don't know how many acres, man. It's like 2,500 acres. And, uh, Somewhere by Sweetwater, I think, and it's a high fence, and they'll import all these wild animals. They have like zebras, um, sables. Have you ever seen a fucking sable? You know, you've seen a sable, dude, they're a so shed? They're so badass. They're what fucking. What is a sable? It kind of like dude. That? look at this, an, yeah, look Antelope
3: Antelope at
0: this guy? fucking animal, Shane. I'll pull it up, up on the Sweeping horns, sable like S A B L E. Yeah, sable. That's different. this is pulling up a picture of like a koala thing
1: that's what I was fucking pulling it up are we not Uh, spelling it right
0: I don't know oh this one yeah this one looks like a uh, it's got these big ass twisties yeah I mean it's a fucking crazy looking animal then they got apparently there's two types of sables in the animal world one looks like a little ferret thing and the (laughs) other one looks like a uh, mountain goat goat with like gigantic horns
1: so homie runs this fucking place and they do zebras, sables. They have fucking deer I'd never even heard of. Like, I mean, weird names, and all this shit, man. And so then they have regular white-tailed deer that have been like fed that shit that makes them look like they're fucking heads, tree roots. You know, I mean, just unnatural.
0: That mm. was all hell. And wait, they're giving the the regular deer like something to yeah, they feed them right, oh, Chad. Oh, dude, you got yeah. Yeah, like people them. did that.
3: They feed them protein feed and, I mean they do all the artificial insemination like all the...
1: like a cow. Yeah. Like these what? things Shane like look you can google it. It
0: I don't know so it's, like, it's like you know the way they they factory farm chickens to make them gigantic. You right, do like doing the same oh, yeah. thing just to get like, Dude, they're, bigger they're, antlers. They're and just fucking them and
3: feeding them for their antlers. Like what? their fucking
1: rack is so big it can't be healthy for them. Like their their head has to hurt.
3: It's what? fucking huge. Yeah, like those well, Some of even, those high fences, I mean, you you'll pay. I don't know the figures and stuff on them, but you pay like by the inch. Like you shoot the deer, and they you measure the it. thing, and they charge you. What, what in the, the fuck,
0: man! I never even heard of that. Why would I even Google for that? Like, what's that? Genetic? Do do genetically like genetically modified deer? Yeah, do that. I guarantee it'll pull it up. But
1: like, um, so they do that, and. They run it from
0: what he was telling me because I didn't like tell what? him my opinions on it. Do you see it? So I really need to get the monitor up in here Jeez. so I can just like pull stuff up here. But Yeah, that kind of crazy I, shit. I've got a Google image search and it looks like these deer have like Christmas trees on their head. It's insane.
1: Well, it's just not even, it doesn't even look good. It looks like, it looks weird, man. Yeah. And like, um, so he was telling me like I was just kind of poking around like he doesn't really... I didn't, like, tell him my opinion or that I'm interested in that shit. And he was telling me, like, no, he's like, you know, they bring them in. We usually only let them kill the mature males when they're getting kicked out of the breeding groups or whatever the hell. And he's like, but, yeah, sometimes they shoot whatever the hell they want, and they, but they pay for it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. So the other day, he actually, I, I forgot to tell you, too, that he brought me back, like, a whole cooler full full of weird shit. So I have, like zebra hamburger meat and all this weird. Oh, yeah. You told me you were. Did you, I tell you that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah all this uh, weird. I mean, of, I'll have yeah. to look at it and I'll take you guys some. I don't know what the fuck it tastes like yet. So I don't I'll know. try a zebra. Yeah. I th- it's it. It's I think it might even be mixed with hamburger meat, man. So, so yeah. zebra
0: has got to be closer to horse than deer meat, right? It's not a hook. It's I'm a hooked animal. A horse, it's not so, a split.
1: Yeah. hoof, I don't think so. I don't know. What? Is what, what, what? An ungulate is what they call deer species, right? Yeah. Ungulate. It's not I an believe- ungulate.
0: So is zebra kosher?
1: I don't know. It Might be. Are you Jewish?
0: No. <laughs> <I'm> just curious. <laughs> mm.
1: It probably is. Yeah, because you can't. Jews can't eat a split hoof.
0: Split hoof, right?
1: Yeah, so they can't eat deer. So wh-
0: horses are not split hoof. No. So they can eat cows. Horses are. But they eat cow. Oh, there's a loophole in God's
1: system because there's a fucking cows have split hoofs.
0: Huh.
1: Ah, fuck them. <laughs> Anyways. So he was telling me about this, but dude, I know somebody else. I told Chad about this. I don't know if I told you, I know another dude who went out, man, and they have a nice little cabin you get to stay in. They have like a lady who's in there, you know, she makes your breakfast and shit. So like you get up real early, they drive you out to wherever the hell they're going on the the land. And then they, they sit there, bro. And all these animals come in and. Like they have zebras standing next to a fucking mule deer and standing next to another African animal, and they all have colored tags in their ear. And he'll set there before you shoot, and he's like, "Okay, uh, that yellow tag is seven grand. The green tag right there is ten, <laughs> and the the other one, you know, no, no, I'm not joking. There's like a twenty thousand dollar animal out there if you want to shoot it. That's bizarre. Oh, yeah. Like it's so just, it's like grocery shopping." But they're still alive. The high caliber rifle. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like buying fish, but they're fucking (laughs) giant mammals. That's nuts. I don't really
0: care. So they have to like, damn, blue tag. How much? Ten thousand dollars. Let me call my account real quick. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Because like, I don't know, man. Like it. One, I don't have the money to do that, and even if I did, I wouldn't do it because it's like I just don't see the. sport in it that sounds pretty gay but that's the truth man. i would rather
3: hunt 20 30 years public land
1: and never get anything
3: <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean and get one big mature animal that would mean more to me than yes yeah. i think that's down, what we're both interested
0: in like we don't we don't give a shit about like hold just, on just, let me
3: finish
1: this bro okay after you shoot it you go over there you take your grip and grin they fucking haul you back to the fucking cabin in the gator. And then in like a couple of hours, your shit's processed and you get a couple boxes on your way out the door after the home girl at the cabin makes you breakfast.
0: Oh my God.
1: It's been capitalized. It's been like processed. Yeah. This, it's like, like the, you
3: know, the total package, man. It's crazy how much, I mean, <clears throat> there's like, so some of these States auction tags every year, they call them like governor's tags and, different there'll be like statewide tags for an animal but that that stuff they're still hunting public land
1: how do you so when they auction it so they do it for like elk and like regular animals. yeah like
3: like new mexico has i don't remember if it's uh the governor's tag or what it's called but they'll like auction a bighorn sheep tag right let's say and that so whoever like pays I, the most gets i mean it. if you're not real familiar with bighorn sheep there's only there's a very small number like I don't want to get to line, but you're talking 10, 15, something like that for the whole state of New Mexico. And there's thousands and thousands of people that put in for them. You're talking tags, like 10, 10 15 tags. tags. Like the
1: state's only going to allot right. 10 animals to be shot.
3: But they'll take like one tag and they'll auction it. The I'm, Game and Fish will auction that tag. And there, I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars people will pay for these tags. What the fuck? That's crazy. So usually but, are, they're all lotteries. But then right? they might not yeah. get it. No, like, oh, they might not get the animal. Yeah, because if you go but, out there
1: and you don't get it, you don't get your money back. Dude, right? I
3: mean, that, that stuff, though, for the people that can afford it, that stuff's fantastic because all that money is going to conservation. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so, huh? That, no, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. getting put back into those herds. And so for the people that can afford that, it's awesome, you know, because they can, they can buy a tag and go hunt bighorn sheep and stuff. But, I mean. I'll never buy one of those. Ever. Well, I'll never have that much money. Maybe if I was like dying and I sold everything I owned. <laughs> <my> <laughs> but you roll know, your, but then lifetime. you still got to kill if the motherfucker. A good, <laughs> if I have a good career, I might, you
1: know. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know, man. Like, you think about like how commercialized it is. It's like, like the the, the the one about the tags and the money. It's like, how do you beat that system? Like if you wanted to be a competitive outfitter, I guess, is that what they call them, I guess? Is, or something like that, right? It's like, you just have to have it to where all the animals are right there. So, you know, after the dude wakes up, he just rolls over, rolls, <laughs> raises up his window and blasts some fucking animal. <laughs> and he can go back to bed. And like, I don't know how you make it easier than that. Or you, you we could just tell somebody to shoot him. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Just you point want him out. Man. I want that one. All right, all right, cool. Like I don't get it, man. But that being said, it's like even in Africa, I've read those things and listened to those guys talk to like in Africa, like people make a big deal about the trophy hunting and shit. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't for those animals, there would be no money. Like that these these areas like that is all they have is these guys coming over to kill these animals and that most of them are like we were talking about earlier like these older Males that aren't breeding anymore, so they're just gonna die anyways. So yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying there's more to the story in a lot of cases, not all of them, I'm sure. than, you know somebody rolling up and just murdering some innocent, beautiful creature. Right. I'm. Hey, man, if that fucking thing's got sharp teeth, bro, I think you should be able to shoot it whenever you want because he could bite you, bro. That's from <laughs> ch- that's from cat your cat all the way up to fucking a grizzly bear. That's the biggest. I think that's the biggest land mammal predator so yeah fuck y'all like i ain't taking no chances don't shoot my cat please well you know we're not in the wild right now so <laughs> <laughs> the uh i don't know man it's cool but has but i i don't know i think like a lot of it has for me is like i'm so interested in it because like i can't fight forever so i like to do stuff that's hard so i think oh man it'll be really hard so like basically so you stopped me chad you were like rolling up to a trailhead in a zone that you get a tag because a tag because there's different tags for different areas you don't just get a state tag and you can go hunt wherever the fuck you want yeah right. you have to go the area you got the tag in because yeah. some tags are more highly valued than others because the the lots they're in is that yeah. the right word zone or
0: lot
3: yeah it states state. to units game management Unit, yeah. units or zones or so do you apply for a tag in a certain zone, or do you just like? Most states would get like three options. You get three some, options. Some like, you might get fours. Like a, you can put like a cow tag or a leftover tag or something as your last choice. But okay, yeah. If you uh, so you might if,
0: you might get something like you have
3: like first, second,
0: third choice, and yeah. But sure. the deal
1: is, it's like with the popular zone. So you, this is like you have to have somewhat this is kind of where it's a game too, hunt check. Stop me. I don't know. It's like where it's like there's zones that aren't very good because there's not a lot of animals in that zone. Cause they kind of know where they are. Right. Cause some zones are really coveted and very, very competitive.
3: Yeah. It's dude. A lot of it has to do with the trophy, the trophy quality. I mean, oh. if, if you're one to, if you want to say bow hunt, and you don't care if you're shooting a cow or a small bull or or whatever, you know. You're just wanting meat. You can draw a tag every year.
1: Yeah, that's all I want to do. I don't, yeah. I don't really care. Like, maybe when I'm older, I say this. I got to at least do one to see if I fucking hike out there four miles. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> I turn around and walk back.
3: Or I call Daisy to come pick me up.
1: Her and seven Mexicans, they got to come carry me on their shoulders. <laughs> Is that an option? Can hey, we do you that? go
3: back in there with Doug and I. Make it four or five miles and say you're done. You has has that ever
1: happened to you or anybody? No. Uh, yeah, so you I know
3: how I was telling you, like, don't buy cheap boots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of screwed Doug the first year we were up there. Cause it was, dude, it was raining like crazy. We'd never had a year since where it rained like that. And I bought some shitty boots from Big Five or something, you know. And, uh. Soaked them bitches man made it like <laughs> made it like a mile and i felt like i was walking in a bathtub and uh i kept trying to tough it out kept going and i could feel the blister start and i was like dude
1: i'm not gonna make it, I to say it but
3: yeah we gotta go back he's like gosh damn it you know but yeah that's why i told you don't skimp on boots
1: I got good boots so, hey, I got Dude I got a fucking jacket man Mario hooked it up with like a fucking Milwaukee jacket Really? Yeah and it's like this cool little soft shell It's quiet It's like water and wind resistant It's warm as fuck I've worn it a couple of times Shit son I'm almost <laughs> there I just need some fucking badass britches I got some britches for you There's no way your britches fit me twig legs There's Dude they no... were too
3: big They were too big for me
1: Chad did I have to be able to put Can you put both your feet in one leg? <laughs> what size waist are you fucking
3: 36 yeah they're not gonna fit <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like uh the um what the fuck were we talking about gear huh gear yeah oh no yeah boots mm-hmm. so like um oh you never had anybody get out there other than you <laughs> and quit no man
3: <laughs> it's it's always been Doug and I hunting together you know so do you work is he a farmer too yeah oh cool
1: So, he's not the fucking legend. I haven't told Shane this story. And Shane might not even laugh. I fucking think it is the best thing I've ever heard. Uh,
3: Oh, dude, he's. This is a different guy, right? nope, nope, that's the guy. Oh, it is him? Yeah. Yeah, I like this dude, man. Dude, he probably doesn't even remember this, man. This was probably 2013, 2014, probably the first year we went. I bet I don't even remember it. That's
1: all right. Tell Shane. It's going to be great.
3: I remember how long we'd been that was the year that I was up there for three weeks. And uh So when you go up there, are you coming back to like the truck and running in
1: town and getting more shit? Like, yeah, how like how long mean, how long are you staying out there sleeping in the damn ground? Dude, that first know you know. year I
3: really didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I slept by the truck every night. Right, you just walked every day. Yeah. So I walked way too many miles back and forth to the truck, but it made me feel all warm and fuzzy, so uh I'm st-
1: i think i'm gonna have a problem with this the more <laughs> when you say warm and fuzzy you mean like <laughs> you get scared sleeping
3: up there by yourself well, dude i never uh i mean like i said growing up we never really went we might have camped in the mountains once or twice with our dad but nice. i wasn't i didn't like grow up in the mountains and so that first year i went like my dad drove me up there or i met him up there and he kind of showed me he'd hunted that unit before he showed me some areas he'd been in and how to get where those roads went, how to get through the private and stir around the private to get to areas. And and it was like, all right, you know, that's what I know. Good luck. I got to go. Later, to work. Chad. <laughs> so the next like seven, eight days, I was by myself, waiting on Doug to come when he was on vacation. And that was a, dude, it's a weird feeling. You've never been up in the mountains by yourself. I've never completely even. Completely by yourself. Was this
0: in New Mexico?
3: That was, yeah. That no, was in New Mexico.
0: I've never even been camping. have to do it before and after it's kind of weird like uh working in the oil field like uh, there have been certain times where like i was like you know a 100 miles away from the next person it's kind of a weird feeling when you're out there just like just by yourself yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah you're by yourself Ah, fuck
1: i don't even know if i could do this if i had to go out there by myself yeah shit man it's kind
0: of cool though too like
1: it's cool but i get used to the feeling Oh, I don't know enough. I'd be scared. I'd be like, I'm a
3: fuck up. I you, don't know what I'm doing. The first few nights, you, I didn't. I didn't sleep with shit. But I, I, I mean, was in. I was sit I was
0: sleeping in a truck, so that's yeah. different. I mean, a freaking leaf would hit bear. the ground,
3: you know, and I'd sit up. Hour later, finally, like, uh, you know, there's nothing. You start seeing fall shit. Fall back sleep. Hear twigs snap. Your eyes pop back open. <laughs> then by about night three, you're like. Fuck, I'm tired, man. You, <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> you just crash.
0: That was something I got like when I was out there like just away from everybody else and dark. I was working night shift because like the new guys always have to work the night shift. Just sitting watching wells and you're you're kind of like sleep deprived a little bit and you you start to see shit out of the corner of your eyes cuz your imagination just going wild. Wow, you're bored as shit. Oh yeah. You're just sitting there. It's kind of weird. It's kinda of weird feeling.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you what though, man. You gotta do it sometime. I mean it's fun to go up there with other people. You gotta do it by yourself sometime. Everybody needs to.
1: Well, after I know what I'm doing and I'm like confident I can get to my car and not die and not die, I'll do it. <laughs> but I'm more like, man, I'm gonna walk out a mile, lose sight of my car, I'm gonna fucking die right then <laughs> like I'm gonna fucking get
3: eaten by a fucking giant jackrabbit that nobody's discovered yet. it's I love it, man. I mean, during both season, it's probably getting dark. I don't know, seven thirty or so, something like that. So you it gets dark, you walk back to your little camp, cook getting you up feedback. some dinner, and
0: sorry, I'm you, I'm I mean, getting feedback from something. Let
3: me try to fix this.
0: You and your shisty fucking equipment <laughs> chain. Okay, I think I fixed
1: it. Sorry, go ahead. But so you get up there, man, you take all those those. Uh, dried meals and shit and a jet boil and shit?
3: Ah, dude, I was eating good by the truck. Oh, really? Because you can yeah, keep you, it all in you there? You leave the truck, you're gonna, you're gonna eat some shit. But when you gotta carry it all? Yeah, it's different.
1: So, do you take all those dried food or what?
3: Yeah, we take, we ration out like every day. Like, we'll make a big, like a bag for each day. Right. Kind of count the calories out and you'll have big meals and snacks throughout the day and stuff, but, yeah, those... You get hungry enough; those dried meals are good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Me and Shane were talking about that. He was said he was watching packing videos.
0: Oh yeah, how so they packed their shit out. I've been obsessed like the past couple of days with watching uh, like gear videos, like uh-huh. like the uh, first of all like backpack reviews, like the the bag they use, and then like how they fit all their gear into it and like how they plan on like weight and everything down to like the ounce
1: motherfuckers are sawing off their toothbrushes
3: yes. dude so that's a li- do you saw it seems the like one of those shape. things you get obsessed with dude, if one ounce is gonna kill me up there that's I'm, what i'm thinking I'm like shape.
1: it's like if you fucking gotta saw off your toothbrush it's like <laughs> this there's a point of diminishing returns at some point right like that's literally like a drink of water so if you took two drinks of water you fucked yourself you know what i mean
3: like <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of, I'd call myself kind of a gear nerd. I mean, there I look at everything I've got before I buy something. I'd, for weeks, watch videos and read crap, you know, way too much. But, I mean, I, the, the lighter you can get, the better in some cases. But there's other times where a little bit of luxury is worth its weight.
1: Like what? Rain gear.
3: Rain gear. You you paid
1: Kuyu rain gear, huh? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Do you know Kuyu? No. This brand? No. I don't. I just know that it's really fucking
3: expensive. Tell you what, though, man, the twenty dollars frog togs kept me dry for three years. What the
1: frog? Oh, dude, that's what I was saying. I got a pair of frog togs. I don't need no rain gear, motherfucker. What is a frog tog? It's like a big rain suit that you can put on. It shrinks down into a little package like a little drawstring little baggie like a poncho yeah like people keep them in their golf bag that's how i know what they are like playing golf people keep them in their golf bag so if it starts raining you take it off you put the pants on and put the tops on has a little hood so you i mean they're completely waterproof you don't get wet huh
3: you don't you don't have to make it every bit of it expensive you know i mean like Corey, tell me like bro i ain't got the money to start hunting Dude, you can throw on some blue jeans and t shirts. Yeah. Go yeah. hike your ass back in there and go hunting.
1: See, like, what happened was when I started talking to Chad about it, he's like, dude. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. This is like two years ago. I'm like, nah, man, I don't know what to do. I got to fucking practice. I don't know why I'm so
0: prepared for all this shit. We talked about it. It's like the same thing with people starting to ju- do uh, jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like when people nah, want to start I'm, training, yeah. I need to get in shape a little bit beforehand. Or it's like you're you know, get in shape by right training, here. man. Yeah, like, exactly.
1: You, you, you get good at doing it by doing it. Like you don't right. get to, you're not going to show up on day one and not have a learning experience. You know what I mean? So like, I was like, fuck it, man. So I bought. I watched eBay. I bought some boots. I got a jacket. Um, I got some wool socks and underwears. And then I think when it gets warmer, um, uh, I gotta buy a bow. Mm-hmm. The next couple we of months. But you know I'm left-handed, right? What? I'm fucking left eye dominant, but right-handed. And I've been reading about this, man. And you it's, didn't tell me that. Yeah, no.
0: I got the same thing. Like Cute. I'm, I'm left-handed. But I'm right eye dominant. But the deal so I, is, I shoot a bow right handed. I shoot a gun right handed. I shoot else. everything
1: left handed. But the deal is, is like I'm just going to do it anyways because the deal is I've been reading a lot
0: about it, and they're like, oh, it doesn't
1: matter. Like some people want to do their dominant arm pulling the bow back and aiming, you know, and then some people want their dominant eye, but they use their weak hand for the draw hand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they said there's not a right or wrong. So yeah. I-
3: I completely understand the dominant eye, like shooting rifle, shotgun stuff, dude. I mean, shooting a bow though. I may be wrong here, but in my mind, if you're trying to draw with your weak hand,
1: can't do that, it. That would just be weird. I've never drawn, me. and my brother had one. Remember, and I, his was right-handed, so I already have a little bit of experience with it, anyways. The other deal is, if like, I'm getting a deal on a right-handed bow, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like if like. Cause I trust you. So it's like, if I went to go like, well, no Chad, I'm gonna get a left one. I've already thought about it. If I go get a left handed one, then I'm going to have to pay either. I'm not going to get as good a quality or a deal. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, and it doesn't matter. It's not like I have any experience, but all those dudes read, I've like even read some arch archery teacher dudes and they're like, I oh, mean, it doesn't matter. Some guys like some Seems guys like, like it that way. Some guys the, like the other way
0: with the archery reticle. Like you could, be right, left eye dominant and just like just make the adjustment the reticle right. I've,
1: there's not, some no. people that say they no. lean their head over to to look out of their left eye, yeah, but that that's, seems that's, weird that's to that's me. Not good because you'd have to hold it in front of your mouth, right? Because you, you're, you're
0: supposed to like have it like you know perfect form, right? You have a cracker because point. I don't know shit about this, but nah, you're spot on. Right, right to yeah. the Shane, you got of a bow
1: mouth. too, right?
0: Yeah, we shot it, man. Oh yeah, I lost your arrows.
1: It's still out there somewhere. I
0: it's didn't lose out. it. I know where it's at. I just, I yeah. know where it's at. Yeah. Why well, they say is we're gonna take a metal detector out there and find my arrow. Yeah. Fuck that. I ain't gonna find <laughs> it. But like uh, that was what five years ago. That
1: was a while. ago. A long ago. time ago, man. Yeah. It was like when Doug first got here.
0: Yeah. That was about five years. ago. we have
1: both been like interested in talking about. It. We've never done it. But oh, back to the thing. Yeah. It's like man. So I was talking to Chad. He's like, oh, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Then I heard this fucking podcast. I can't remember if it was at. Is that O'Brien guy? What the fuck's that dude's name? Do you know what I'm talking about, Chad? He's uh He's been on Rogan before. O'Brien? Yeah, I think his name's O'Brien. He has a podcast called The Hunting Collective.
2: let me see. It, I don't know is,
1: if I listen to that one. It is the Hunting Collective. Shit. I don't want to hear it. Well, don't play it. Um that's the that's a podcast, but I don't know who the fucking yes, who uh, the fuck it is. Dan Dan O'Brien? Daniel O'Brien? Uh, da, 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 da. God damn it. Yeah, Ben O'Brien. Ben O'Brien. Yeah. So, like, I don't remember who it was, but they're like, dude, no, it might have been fucking Steve Ranella because he was like, he was talk somebody wrote in on one of his shows, you know, and he goes, man, people always asking about gear and what they need to have when they go. He goes, I got news for you guys, bro. I didn't have no fucking money till I was 39 years old when I published my first book. I've been hunting in the fucking... Because I've been hunting in fucking scraps of clothing for my entire life. And now that I got some nice shit, everybody thinks I've been out there with nice shit. He was like, dude, I fucking have sewn the pockets on my own pants. Because <laughs> like, he bought like some wool pants and he wanted pockets. So he sewed, car- sewed cargo pockets on them and shit. And I was like... And then Chad says, dad's like, if you don't fucking get out there and do it, you're never going to do it. And I was like, all right, I got to do it. Uh-huh. So my goal is to fucking try to get some shit. Because I think I got pretty much all the cool shit taken care of. And then uh, just get some shit, man. And when it gets warmer, I'm going to try to go camping a few days to practice all my shit. And I'm ready, bro. I'm ready to hey, die. Yeah. I'm good, Shane. I don't want another beer. Actually, yeah. give me one I'm more Modelo, look, Shane. Though. But... That's pretty cool, man. So what do you got to do next? What do you do in the off season, man? You don't do anything now after you fill up your tags and shit?
3: Research units.
1: So how do you research that? I guess I got forums and shit.
3: Yeah, that's the hard part right there. I mean, there are states I've, like Arizona. I've never been there. So I just read a whole bunch of forums and listen to podcasts and all sorts of stuff. Look at maps.
1: I, I heard the other day that there's actually services where guys will you can pay them to pick your units and shit. Did you there see
3: that? Is, yeah. There's a bunch of them out there now.
1: Is that good or bad? Uh, or are it too expensive to give a shit?
3: It was pretty pricey. Yeah. then it's not cool.
1: Well, I mean, it's cool if you got the money. I mean, anything's cool, but I don't know, man. So like you, you just go to New Mexico most of the time, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm putting in for points stuff in several States, but I'm,
1: you're not planning on going
3: yet. No, man, I'm I'm familiar with that unit in New Mexico, and so I'm just gonna I'm just trying to draw it again. I feel like if I can get that tag, the elk tag for that, yeah. Unit. If I can get the elk tag for that unit, I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on probably getting a pretty good one.
1: Cool, man. How many years will it take?
3: all random in New Mexico. So. Oh, so it's not, dude, I might go 15, 20 years. and will never drop.
1: It's not point based where you like, you know, some of them, they can estimate you'll get it within like three yeah. or five years.
3: Yeah. This, I mean, this isn't one of the super high demand units by any means, but
1: also, Oh yeah. Cause you told me you go up there to hunt
3: deer, but you're really yeah, just scouting yeah. for elk. Yeah. I put it for the deer tag every year just so I can watch the elk, man.
1: That's fucking funny, dude. The, uh, no, nah, man, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm excited. It'll be fun. I'll have to call you like in the next couple of months because I have to start putting in for tags and shit, huh?
3: Yeah, it's already started.
1: Oh, I thought it started. I thought the no. I know the deadlines in March.
3: Yeah, for New Mexico deadlines, I didn't open the proclamation and stuff, but it's March sometime.
1: Yeah, because like I don't give a shit, man. I'll kill anything. Like I'm not. I don't. I'm not. Like maybe when I'm older, man, it makes sense, you know. Like after, if I if I can get into it and not suck. And like, uh, do it for a few years. That'd be cool to like put in for a big bull elk or something, but I
3: don't. As of right now, it's. I'm trying to bust your bubble, but whenever you start out, you're going to feel like you suck.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to suck forever, so why do I even need
3: to put in for something I can't get? Thank you. Dude, I still suck. Yeah, like, I mean. I'm not going to lie. I learn something every day that I go out, but...
1: How the fuck... Okay, so what is it that makes, like... Okay, so, like, you, those dudes we watch, like the Steve Rinella guys, I like that guy. Oh, dude, I read two of his books over the break. I'll tell you about him if you want to hear it. I didn't, he's fucking crazy. Um, what is it that makes him... Like, when you say your dad's successful, but you're not, or that guy is, like, he does that public
3: lynch. What the fuck happens at Dude, I... My dad... So I'm trying to remember Your dad's just Dude, a fucking gene with a bow badass hunting, goatee yeah, He started bow hunting New Mexico Whenever you could draw the Gila Which I don't know if you're familiar with I don't know it, but the Gila is It's it's west side of New Mexico And it's like world renowned for the the huge elk Okay Well he started bow hunting Where they drew the Gila every year They were hunting prime elk with a bow And that's why they were hunting with a bow Is because they could, they could hunt those giant bulls every year Right And I think he said he hunted, dude, I don't remember now. He had like 10 or 12 elk tags before he ever filled one with a bow.
1: Really? Yeah. How many elk has your dad got?
3: He's probably, I know he's got four, four on the wall probably. And then there's several more that, but he's, he's got some good ones.
1: Oh, see, like, I don't care about like, that's what I was saying, is, like, I, I don't fucking... I'll put in for whatever I get the chance to go after. Yeah. I don't give a shit about having the antlers yet. Like, I just want to do it. Like, so I'll fucking shoot every cow elk I can see. <laughs> aim that shit at the sky and shoot it a mile away. Well, that's
3: most of those, <laughs> those bow tags in uh, New Mexico. It's either sex.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So you can shoot a cow or a... Or a bull, so it's I mean, not
3: you could shoot a young bull. I, I mean that So, so that's can, kinda my deal with it. I don't necessarily care. Now I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to shoot a giant elk or a giant. Well yeah, milker, of course,
1: but, like even a new person with this, like a bigger badass yeah, animal is cooler. But
3: well, m- man, my bigger. goal is to shoot not I don't want to shoot an immature animal. I want to shoot a mature animal. And that's a whole lot harder than it sounds.
0: Yeah cuz they've been around and they get yeah. run off and shit. So, so peop- people who don't hunt or something like how far away are you when you're like what's the furthest shot that you would feel comfortable taking on a elk
3: or with a whatever. bow. If I was with a bow. If I was bow hunting I'd shoot. Perfect conditions 50. 50. Yeah. If I had a little wind or a strange angle or something I'd that'd be put, I'd probably shoot 40 yeah and but for, like
0: if you haven't shot it, 40 yards is a long shot
3: for a bow well like, uh, not these days yeah well yeah uh, well for, for me those, for those me it was like are crazy I'm, yeah. I'm terrible yeah. at
0: shooting a bow like when I like walked out 40 yards I'm like damn this is a fucking hard shot but I'm sure like once you get good at it like it's a lot easier it's like coming yeah, up uh, I mean, uh, with anything else you get one of those media episodes
1: Rogan shot one at like 85 what yeah something like holy that holy
0: shit
3: yeah and that's I mean, that's not even crazy.
1: And dropped it, like took two steps and fell over, like hit the heart, I guess. But
3: yeah, I mean, I'll shoot, I'll shoot targets out to a hundred, but I'm not gonna. I'd be lying if I said I was good enough to shoot an animal at a hundred. I wouldn't even try, man. This is I too mean, much that goes wrong. You start, you start putting in variables of whether you ran the animal down or something. You know, you kind of got your heart rate elevated yeah you're excited and yeah i mean there's there's a bunch of bunch of things that can go wrong at that distance but there's guys that so there's I mean, like dudes pull hands there's like, videos of him shooting yeah but shooting i th- targets at 150 yards or i whatever. think he said he won't shoot past
1: 75 or something like that though that's yeah, the he thing, shoots some fucking crazy
0: shit for fun. That's what I think about with hunting. Cause like I've done a little bit of target shooting, but I feel like like if I was actually hunting and like I finally got to the place where I got a shot on the animal, my adrenaline would be like jacked to the point oh, where I don't. I don't think I could make
3: the shot. Like it's even, even an easy one. That's what I love about bow hunting. Like with a rifle, I don't. I don't feel that excitement till afterwards.
1: Like, yeah, yeah man it's because you're so far away yeah
3: yeah, and you're but looking a, at it through a little scoop. with a bow you're it's so personal yeah, I mean, it's,
0: it's not to mention like you're you know straining under the weight of pulling the bow all the way back and waiting for the shot like there's like more I think the bigger it's part it's more like
1: physical I think the bigger part for me is like if you bow hunt you have to get that close to it so like yeah. you're fucking working your ass off to get close to this thing however you decided to get close to it, whatever route you took or whatever game plan you had to go after it and you actually make it happen. And then who knows if it happened over hours, you know, if it takes you a long time to get there and then finally you're there and it's like, okay,
2: yeah. hit I, or miss. Cause <laughs>
1: if you miss, Hero or up, zero like, at <laughs> that point, man. Yeah. It's, it's fucking shit or get off the pot, bro. And if you fucking loot, if you miss, it's gotta suck,
3: dude. dude. That's, that's what I love about, uh, watching listening to cam haynes man because he 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 talks he stresses fitness and how how important it is being good shape to hunt the mountains and stuff but dude he he's such a good shot and he he stresses in a lot of stuff that he talks about just shooting every day
0: yeah he says he shoots every day every day every day yeah, not to mention like doing
3: like ultra marathons and
0: like crazy <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't matter how fitness. good of a hunter yeah. you
3: are if you can't make the shot you're wasting yeah. your time you're doing the animal, no justice, you're wasting your time it's just yeah that that's that's what that that would all that'd be the thing it. that killed
0: me too It's like I don't care if i if I miss you, yeah, I'll be disappointed, but if I wound an animal and I'm not able to chase it down, like that would like haunt me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like there's a that little book. It's like
1: nothing I read in it would make me nothing I read in it was new. Like so I don't think you'll even take much from it because like you've done it before and you're an ethical dude, you know. And um it's like the if you're ethical, you don't want to hurt anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. th- there's nothing about like me being interested in this it's like I want to kill something for fun. It's just like I just want to do something that's really, really hard. And then I'm motivated to do it because, well, it'll help keep me in shape. Because if I don't have nothing to do to keep me in shape, man, I like food. I don't know about you motherfucker, but I will be 500 pounds. But it's like, oh, excuse me. But the, um, you know, the deal is like, it's not the killing part. It's just about how hard it's got to be, and then it's like, man. So it's like with with Chad. Once I kind of got under, I understood like and done this research about like, oh, this is what these guys. Are. That's fucking crazy. And then you look at like what like my uncle or these other dudes I know that know they do. Like, well, that's cool. Like, if you going to ambush a deer, I don't really give a fuck. I mean, it's still ethical, in my opinion. You're gonna you gonna have, you're gonna be hard pressed to say he's doing something wrong you can make the argument that it's kind of redundant. If you want to take a picture of it and pretend you got like a trophy buck. that's kind of stupid. It's kind of like hitting the lottery to me. I just don't see why anybody would want to brag about it. But, um, but then you hear like what Chad does, like, fuck, that's crazy hard. So that's what makes me want to do it. And then also like the meat parts, cool as fuck, but you know what I mean? So it's not the killing part. I could really get, I can go, Fucking kill a dog if I want to (laughs) tomorrow. Nobody'll find out. (laughs) Fucking Doug. Give me one second. All right, you guys, go ahead. I got Okay. Says Brazilian.
0: So so let me ask you, Chad, you ever seen Bigfoot out there?
3: (laughs) No, hadn't run into him yet.
0: (laughs) You ever seen like what's what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you when you're out there just
3: by yourself? Like have you?
0: Like, seen anything, like, you couldn't explain or,
3: like, freaked you out or yeah, anything? Yeah, I hadn't seen any unexplained stuff, but uh almost had a bear sit right in my lap one day. No oh, shit. my I God. I just about shit myself. I'd never even seen a bear. I mean, <laughs> I knew they were up there seeing their tracks and stuff, but, dude, bears are as smart as all the other animals are, bears are extremely smart. I mean there's like I'm not a scientist or anything but they they talk about like <clears throat> their freaking noses and how sensitive their noses are like uh they're like I don't giant know if y'all dogs are with, like Donnie Vincent but he talks about like you know they can almost get like a timeline based on their nose like so they can they smell something and they can tell like if it was today or 2 days ago or like yeah. the the way i heard at,
1: it explained was like If if we walked in today and and you were baking a cake, like me and Chad, oh, Shane's baking a cake. The the bear or a dog could smell the flour, the cinnamon, the chocolate, all the individual like that's how good their noses are.
0: Yeah,
3: I said a Uh, bear can like smell bacon grease from like miles. It's so don't don't bacon when you're uh, camping. Fuck that man. And
1: so what happened the bear was like you just turned her corner like.
3: yeah no man I was uh, sitting in a water hole and it had been sitting the same it was hot as shit and I knew there was a bunch of animals coming into water holes and I was blowing all my stocks. so I was like dude it's it's time to fill a tag so I resorted to what do you mean sitting, blowing
1: all your stocks?
3: like stalking in on animals trying to get in oh you're animal. trying to and they're yeah. running off and I was by myself and I was like man I'm just gonna sit this water hole and uh hope that something came in and I could take it that way. But I sat there several days and uh, sun up to sundown. So after several days of this, you're just, dude, you're mentally in some fucked up place. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even explain it.
1: You, like you don't see anything.
3: No, I was seeing, I was seeing a ton of elk, man. If I had an elk oh, tag. Oh, you didn't have the elk tag. Yeah, I had a deer tag. I mean, I've got. Countless videos of six by six bulls at 15 yards from me. And I think I've, there holding I think I've showed tag.
1: Shane the yeah. one on your Instagram where it comes up and calls right at the yeah, water. Yeah, that's yeah, fucking that. cool, man.
3: Yeah, man. It was, dude, it was so, it wasn't boring at all. Sitting there, sun up to sundown. I mean, you, you have dry spells and stuff, but yeah, those elk would come in, just thrash her. I was having a ball, man, just sitting there videoing them on my cell phone and shit, but.
0: No no deer,
3: so are you in like a blind, or are you just no I just kind of brushed in a little tree. In. yeah, yeah, and uh dude, it is like midday, and I hear this sucker running, i mean i I hear this sound, I'm like, all oh, right, that's an animal running, and that is not an elk or a deer, you know, I mean, it just sounds different <laughs> it's like a it wasn't like a hoof hitting the ground, it was just like a soft thud, you know, but I can tell it's running so i'm just wide-eyed looking like trying to see the same And about that time i see this black freaking ball running out of the trees towards the water and i'm like holy shit you know a whole heart grows up goes up in your throat and shit and that bear hits the water flops over on its back starts like i've got cell phone video of it man it's it's swimming around in the the whole tank, one side or the other, just laying on its back, splashing water on itself. <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, this thing's cool as shit, man!" I finally like, he was there long enough that I calmed down and kind of watch him. Yeah, so I was, I was like, "This is freaking awesome! First bear I'd ever seen is at 15 yards, taking a little bath." And then that <laughs> Did sucker, you i guess he wouldn't no, know you were there. He, huh? he didn't know I was there. You should have shot him. <laughs> <laughs> No, you'd have gotten deep shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a bear tag. If I had a bear tag, I could have shot him. <laughs> but he, uh, the sucker gets over, starts swimming towards the shore straight at me, and I, like, I'm still holding my cell phone, and my bow is sitting three feet away from me. Or not three foot, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't have it in my hand, you know. And uh, as soon as that sucker's feet hit the dirt, he was leaving that tank as fast as he was coming in. I'm in full sprint. At you? Straight at me. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And he stops like, I'm going to say three, four yards maybe. Oh, my God. Stops. I'm still holding my cell phone. And that's, he sits down on his back feet, sticks his nose up in the air, starts sniffing, tilts his head down. He's looking back and forth. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like, time. This is how it is. It was like know? Bruce Buffer.
1: It's
3: Time. Dude, he, he sat there probably 30 seconds he would sniff look never could never could just pinpoint me and so he backs off and he starts making this big circle downwind window me and when we got like a comfortable 20 yards between us i pick my bow up and start like yelling at him waving it around you know and uh, that's probably what made me the most uncomfortable because as soon as i did instead of just bolting he looks at him and just starts backing up and oh, walking sure. off real slow. And I was like, "That's an animal that's not afraid of us." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that man. was a it was a weird feeling. They say yeah.
1: that like I would read where they say that black bears are very skittish. Like black bears will react like deer. Like normally they'll run away from you. They're oh fuck and run off because they're smaller, and they don't want to get into it with like a mm-hmm. six foot to you know hundred. And, well, you look like you're. You know, you look like you'd be like a swole 250 from the waist up, but your pants really hide that you only weigh like 182, uh. but, <laughs> but like he, uh, your brother's even got a higher percentage there your. your brother fucking that dude's arms are like fucking Heath has got legs for arms and then fucking noodles for legs. Wait, did I say that right? Yeah. So like uh he said that black bears were like they they're pretty fairly skittish. They don't want to fuck with people. They'll attack people sometimes. But they said that they said like the you tell me, I don't know. He was saying like the universal rule is if a black bear attacks you, you fight that fucker to the death. Because if he attacks you he's there to eat you. To where if a grizzly attacks you, it's not gonna do much if you fight it too much. But the other deal is sometimes they're territorial, they'll just beat you up and then run off. But not to eat you. But they said if a black, my granddad, I remember because we were up in, we we're up in Redosa. No, we we're up at Taos or something like that. And some black bear or some place like that. He'd gotten run up in a tree because it, it like was out real early in the morning. And then people started coming around and this fucker ran up in a tree and wouldn't come down, you know. Black bear? Yeah. And the, the guy was talking about it, but yeah, fuck. Hot, you don't carry a sidearm, man? I do now. I fucking I'll tell you this, Chad. My XD forty is going wherever (laughs) I go. I don't give a fuck if it weighs a pound. (laughs) Like I'm fucking scared, but I'd use that shit on spiders. So I don't know if you should go (laughs) hunting with me. If I go with you, like Corey can't shoot those spiders. Like
0: the fuck, Corey Bear? Bear? No, it's just a spider. We we gotta talk about that. Look, man. So what, Corey? uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure you do. No, he I knows. Known him for a while. Corey has a uh, pretty intense fear of uh, spiders and other insectoids. Mainly just spiders, bro. How do you think, man? How do you think he'll fail? Uh, fair It'll There's be a Freudian slip there. Fail. Fail. <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you think he'll fare out there, like in the woods, camping and stuff?
3: He'll get over it.
0: It'll be fine, bro. I'm telling you.
1: I've looked at the tent I want. It's fucking you zip the bitch up? So
3: he's long
0: got as he's ma- got this idea. As long he's as gonna, as like make zip sure. lock himself yeah. in and just be safe
1: in the world. That's no no yeah, not the something. world. I would rather have to no. I'd have to seriously think about this. I'm so scared of spiders. I'd rather have an encounter with a bear than a fucking tarantula on my face. I'm not joking, guys. Like that shit terrifies me. Like look, I'm getting Sounds my like palms are sweating. I was like, what? My wife.
3: I fucking don't like those things, <laughs> dude, man. Dude, there's a bunch of tarantulas. Yeah. I believe there's a bunch of them. Uh,
0: and tarantulas, they don't even rarely bite, right?
3: No, yeah. So I've always tarantulas heard that they're, cool. you know, tarantulas, not cool. no big deal, right? But just scary looking, harmless spider. And uh, my wife went up there and met me for a couple of days. Big, Dude, this big ass tarantula comes rolling by the campfire. And... uh She's freaking out, dude. She's like up in her chair. i like, stop it. I was like, no. It's like, they're fine. Look, check it out. And I go up there and like bump it with my boot. I found the one pissed off tarantula on the <laughs> mouth. You fucking
1: watch Rose up on his fight up him.
3: back legs, like, you know, biting at my boot and stuff. My wife's like, yeah, no, fuck you. <laughs> it's okay, you know. Good thing he's nice. But, yeah. I
1: I look man You get the tent I can't sleep I have to sleep in a tent I can be that Doing that tarp shit Where we just put the tarp the motherfuckers Put the tarp You know tied to a tree And a rock And they just sleep under that Nah it's not gonna be able to It's not gonna work man Remy Warren dude You know him Chad Yeah I was watching his I was telling Shane His five day pack For like he, He like Undid his pack For like a five day hunt That he did So he's up there By himself for five days And that motherfucker Just takes a sleeping bag
3: remy's crazy dude
1: no i ain't doing that either like so you gotta tell him like even
3: if you're just like
0: you know in a bush like waiting for you know the elk or the deer or whatever to come by yeah after a while insects are gonna start to well then it
1: just might not be my time to get an animal then like
0: (laughs) no i i think i can handle
1: it the only problem only thing i won't be able to handle is if like i'm not joking like if i was what the fuck's gonna happen? I'm just gonna get freaked out for about 10 minutes and then I'll calm back down so it's, yeah, it's gonna you, be alright. Uh, <laughs> like,
0: you, you literally said earlier you would kill both of us and kill yourself. Yeah, I thought
3: about that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't pass my mind. Like, I'm uh, not a fan of s- rattlesnakes. Yeah. Snakes? Snakes. rattlesnakes. Yeah. I hate rattlesnakes. Yeah, that's hand- my
0: thing. Like, rattlesnakes, like, I can handle being around them. Like, I'll be freaked out for a second but then, like, you deal with it. I used to have a
1: pet snake so it didn't, snakes don't bother me as much but I'll tell you the experience it what really... wrong with you? Well, I don't know the, a lot, but the thing that the thing that really bothered me the most about snakes, and this is when I got really scared of them, was one time me and my uncle, the one who still hunts and stuff, like he'd take me down and I'd go fishing and stuff with him sometimes. And one time we were on this little two seater flatboat, you know, like a little trolling motor on it, fishing bass, fishing and shit. You know, so the thing is, literally just this high above the water, these fucking black water moccasins bro, like big ass motherfucker from like here to. You know, a good three or four feet long, bro. That fucking thing came right after us. Like, they're aggressive. Yeah. It's so it's like r- s- on top of the water. I was like, what the fuck? And Steve's <laughs> over there whacking it with an oar. And that fucker's coming at us. And we get to the bank, dude. It Like, literally, it chased us all the way up to the fucking bank, where we had to turn around and kill it. Like, it was fucking coming for us, bro. <laughs> like, I'm like, "Ah, shit. Ever since then, I the snake problem bothers me. But if it's like... Not poisonous, I don't give a fuck. But like, as I'll, I, I I'll grab like, like bullnose. Snakes. I've almost
0: stepped like... on rattlesnakes probably about three times in my life. Oh, that, that's there, what yeah. freaks me out. It's like almost like if I see it before, like I'm yeah. right on top of it, I'm fine. But like, you know, stepping down and like looking down and seeing a rattlesnake like an inch away Dude, from your foot, you yeah. think
1: that's nerve wracking. When we ride horses out there with Daisy Dads every fucking summer for three years straight. I've been riding and my horse toe stizzle. He'll, and stop and jerk a little bit. Like, what the fuck? And I look down in this fucking row I was like, and slither off. And I'm like, yeah! And I'm yanking that motherfucker away because he's about to fucking jump. Take me off, bro. Yeah, like, every summer for the last three years, well, except last summer I blew out my knee so I didn't ride. But the other three summers before that, me and Joe walked up right on one. I mean, don't have you ever been thrown because of a snake no 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 thank god he handled it pretty like a champ man he just and just scooted over to the side so it's pretty cool i've been thrown off doing other shit but not snakes snakes are cool if i can keep no
3: they're really not okay
1: yeah yeah they're not cool either but like if i can keep the bugs off me sleeping if i can keep the spiders off me sleeping see i'd I'd be
0: more worried about a snake crawling into my tent or a sleeping bag but man, I mean, it
1: wouldn't bother me It zips me up, sleeping. man. There ain't nothing going to get in there while you're gone. Like, this
3: yeah, isn't Australia. You don't have to worry nah. about a spider what are you killing you. Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that's, that's not... That's I not, think Doug brought it in, man. So, Doug uh, sleeps outside on a cot. Like, no tent or anything.
1: He's a man, too. Did you ever tell the
0: story that we were talking about? Oh, about no, it? no. We'll get it after this. Okay. Yeah, no.
3: So, I sleep in my tent because... Like I said, I hate snakes, man. And I almost stepped on one up in the mountains by myself. And uh, yeah, I'm just out. I wear snake gaiters everywhere. Sleep inside the tent. Freaked out about, it. dude. I've seen so many rattlesnakes in the mountains. <laughs> snake gaiters are those things. That's
1: it's what like you're the wearing for. Sh- yeah, that go up your yeah. shin. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You're no, wearing The first that year thing,
3: I didn't yeah. have any, and I almost stepped on a snake like two miles from the truck. Yeah, like, I might want to get some of those. I didn't even to didn't even realize. There. I don't know if I was stupid, oblivious, whatever you want to call it, but I didn't didn't even think there was, wasn't even thinking about rattlesnakes in the mountains and almost stepped right in the middle of a big old bastard. Shit. And uh, so anyways, Doug sleeps outside, and uh, he's got his little bedroll, like his canvas bedroll, you know, so it's starts, like, sprinkling at night. He throws a little rain fly over him and be like, ah, oh, it's fine, you know. Well, one night it starts pouring, and he's like, all right, motherfucker, scoot over. I'm coming in the tent. So he's like, brings his bag and shit in there. Well, I guess he brought in a shitload of spiders or something with it, too. So I'm laying there, like, hot, humid, you know, two freaking people in this tent. I got my sleeping bag open, and I feel something crawling across my chest. And I'm like, motherfucker. So I, like, reach up there and flick this thing. You hear it hit the side of the tent. Just whack. <laughs> I'm about to go back to sleep. A couple hours later, maybe, feel it again. Flick it across. Whack. Well, come to find out the next morning, I would flick it to his side of the tent. He's A flicking it back. back. <laughs> A little fucker would crawl across him and get on his face or something. He'd flick it back over to my side of the tent. We're just flicking this. It was a decent... I mean, it wasn't like a tarantula, dude. It is a big spider. (laughs) I'll put it this way. The second
1: it crawled on me, I'd have got up and emptied my whole fucking tent out before I went back to sleep. I'm not joking. I'd have to, man. I have these pajama shorts. Like, uh, I had... You know, like, those normal pajama pants everybody buys you for fucking Christmas and shit? Yeah. So, like, I sleep in shorts. So, like, I fucking took them to my granny's house and I had her cut them off and make them into shorts, right? Well, they got a drawstring and shit you know so like I was sleeping the other night and I'd roll over to one side and I'd feel this fucking thing go and I go what in the fuck is that maybe it's nothing roll back over move my hand around I'm like I don't feel nothing All and I roll back over this side and it went and fell down again. It's a drawstring falling across my chest or my stomach. <laughs> Bro, I fucking ah! threw up and threw the covers over the days. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck is on me? I'm like I'm <laughs> screaming. There's something fucking on me. And I turn on the light. I'm looking everywhere. And I'm like, it's my drawstring. It's my drawstring. <laughs> I couldn't go back to sleep that night, man. Like, yeah, if I can keep those motherfuckers off of me. Okay, so, uh, be all right. I'll tell this story. We won't say who did it to Chad. So, or no, you, you, you <laughs> so, like, we got on the conversation of, like, braining people. Oh God. Okay? So, like, you know, you brain somebody, you know, like a and you got your testicles. You're going to have to, yeah, okay. Yeah, testicles squeezed out to the end of your sack. So, it looks like a brain, there's a bat wing, there's an Abe Lincoln, there's a goat, stuff like that. So Chad's telling us this story about this dude he knows he's going hunting with. And
3: he hits him up on a walkie-talkie, right? Nah, dude. We didn't even have walkie-talkies until last year. uh, Dude, it was the first year we hunted. Like I said, I don't even know if he remembers doing this shit. But we'd been up there several days. Hadn't seen shit all morning. And he's like, man, I'm going to go across this other point see if we can get a different angle, find some shit. I'm like, all right, you know, and he goes across. Probably, he's probably half mile from me or something. <laughs> and uh, so we're sitting there. We actually got cell service, and he's telling me, you see anything? Nah, <laughs> We're back and forth. You know? <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, I don't know if he said he thought he saw something. Maybe he saw, like, shit out there. I mean, he was trying to, like, get me to look at something in particular, you know. And so he's trying to tell me where it is. I'm like, dude, I don't I don't see it, bro. And he's like, you know where I'm sitting? I said, yeah. He's like, all right, look up here where I'm at. And I get my binoculars, look up there, and it's freaking Doug. I mean, the dude that I always hunt with. Fucker doesn't wear chonies. And he's just got his pants pulled down standing up there. And I'm like, I guarantee he's... I can hear him laughing from the <laughs> house. You know what I'm saying? Just bored as shit, man. the middle of the day, nothing happening. He's fucking just swinging his cock in like a circle. Look at this fuck.
1: helicopter coming in, Chad.
3: Pulls his pants down and gets me to look over there with the binoculars. That's great.
0: Uh, yeah, the binoculars, that's what makes this great. Yeah, It's like it's you're searching. You know, the like, dude, I just, can't yeah. find what you're looking for. And you just see a dick.
1: I, I, out of the little crazy hunting experiences I went on, I saw a lynx once. Our little bobcat. Not lynx. A little bobcat with the pointy. Yeah? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, those are cool. Steve's like, why don't you shoot it? I was like, I didn't know I could. But I thought that was... Because yeah. there's this doe and a little fawn were running around. And I was just sitting there watching out of the stands. like five years ago. Just sitting in a little stand, and this little doe and fawn walk by. Oh, that's cool. And I'd already shot a deer, so I didn't really give a fuck if I'd shot another one. I was just sitting up there, you know? And then I was sitting there and I watched something. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's short. And it was a fucking little Bobcat chasing the creeping up on the doe and the fawn. I don't know if he was going to try to take one down or something, but oh, wow. following... that's so fun to watch, man. Yeah. That, that part's really cool. Like even that, like it's like I said, man, I, I don't even think if I got up there and I don't get anything, I don't think I'll, I think I still have fun.
3: It is. I've never been up there. That there hadn't been something badass, you know.
1: Except, man, what happens? The only issue I'm curious about is what do you do when it's hot as fuck and you've got no shower? Yeah, you stink, huh? Basically. Hey, I'm gonna have to take some wet wipes, homie.
3: Yeah, now it would take a uh, it's maybe like a two and a half gallon bag or something like that. Empty the ice chest water if we're if we're by the truck. If not, you're like using some little body wipes or whatever, which is gross, but it feels amazing.
1: Yeah, because, dude, I'm fucking sweat like a madman, bro.
3: Yeah. You probably need wipes every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll probably need wipes every eight hours.
3: Seriously. Yeah, like. we'll, uh, if we're by the truck, we'll empty the empty the ice chest water into that bag and leave it sitting on the tailgate for like two days in the sun. Oh, it'll get hot. And it'll be yeah no it's not hot but (laughs) no it's it warms it up a little bit like piss it makes it bearable
1: (laughs) man i there was a. am such a nerd bro somebody makes a soap for outdoor hunting i can't remember what it's called i have to look it up i know what it is they're like camp soap i don't know they like preach it's like minty they say like man you take a shower that shit feels like a million bucks but probably because you had not had a shower in eight days
3: one gallon shower out of a bag will make you feel like a new man. I'll tell you that. So, man, so what are you going to do with all this
1: shit? So now you're just you're building points in other states and shit? What are you going to do when you get a tag in another state you've never been to? You got to go scope it out before you go, huh? Look on maps. Get the X app. You got that? Yeah, I've got it. Is it worth... Is it as good as they say it is? Yeah.
3: You got to have it. What you got to have something like that.
1: It's a... Uh... What is it? Like a GPS? It's like basically yeah, it's- maps shows like the public land spots. It shows where you can and can't be like, he made all these maps. Uh, he took like state. I heard him talk about it the founder, but yeah, it, it like, like Chad has to go to this zone. You can go to that app and put in where you're going from what I understand. And it pulls it up and it tells mm-hmm. you like, you know, with the private land, you can't be on because some of them butt up against private land and shit. Yeah. It's like a little GPS system for your yeah. phone. Does the GPS work when you don't have service,
3: dude? I don't know about the app. I actually buy. I actually have a GPS, and I buy the chip. Okay, Doug has the app, and I I'm think not, your phone will work. I'm not like real sure. the sure. GPS
0: and your phone will work, but you got to preload like all the maps. Right,
1: because when we were in Argentina, man, my GPS would work, but it wouldn't pull up the street names. Right, because you know it saying? feeds
0: all that off of data. Right, so but I like it know. always, it'll always have your GPS
1: i think the gps works it'll tell you where you're going and where you're at but yeah you have to have it loaded on the map because it won't refresh if you get to the border of it it's not going to refresh it yeah so i don't know i'm sure they have thought about that fuck i'm sure i'm sure that's something they figured out somehow but where do you want to go to man
3: I want to draw that elk tag in New Mexico, dude. Well, you're ready. That's, I got this it, little man.
1: elk watering hole that I'm yeah. going to fuck this bear up
3: for to get my elk. No. I, I had to put in for Arizona points today, but, dude, I'm so far away from drawing a tag there.
1: Is Arizona really badass or what? I thought Utah dude, was, like, the best ever.
3: Arizona, Utah, do they've... New Mexico nevada they've all got huge bulls man yeah every everything north
1: of that right all the way up to canada
3: every state that's got elk has big bulls if you know where to go yeah
0: so what does this cost like you just got to apply for the hunting license and then you enter the lottery for the tag or do you yeah, have to pay extra from new the...
3: mexico you have to front the tag fees so if you put in for Elk is a non-resident, it's like seven hundred something bucks. Oh,
1: and then they rip, they mail you a check
3: if you yeah don't get if the you, tag. if you don't draw, they're like, ah, oh, thanks, you know, here is your money back. Oh, that's nice. You get all the like, they just $50 hold it for you, back. fucking yeah. dickheads. So, I mean, if I put in for deer and elk in New Mexico, it's a grand. Yeah, you think they'd
0: just like if you got the uh,
3: you won the lottery,
0: you would pay it then. I yeah, guess no, they I want the money I, up yeah, front. Yeah, I don't, make I don't, sure. don't well,
3: get some some states are like that, like Utah. Uh, Arizona, you pay an application fee, and then if you draw the tag, they they hit your credit card. And if your credit card's like changed numbers or you've reached your limit or something, yeah, like, you just okay, get shit, Next, no shit. So, yeah, damn. I mean, they might give you like a courtesy phone call. I don't know. Yeah, i was gonna say, hopefully, you, like, they call you and call or something. Surely like, they call you before you, they like, charge you. You know what I mean? Arizona like, man, like when you're filling out that application, they're like, The draw will be this day, like update your credit card information. Oh, they so I don't man. know if Arizona would Do you do you know what you the odds are of thing?
0: drawing like an elk tag in New Mexico? Like are you competing like I mean it's gotta be thousands of people going in for these tags, right?
3: Yes. Some of the some of the units for, for a good Rut bow Hunt are like one percent for a non resident one oh, percent so you got a one hundred chance yeah. to get the time mean, some of them are horrible and then there's other units where other decent units where you probably got like ten percent chance and then there's the the lesser quality units or lower density units where you could probably draw them every year every other year you ever fucking want to move do I ever want to move yeah yeah I'll move
1: yeah. Me too. <laughs> and I don't even hunt. I'm like,
3: oh, man, I this retire, is stupid. Man, I, <laughs> I look at
1: it like, because, man, some of, don't those dudes that are residents, they can hunt elk every year? Uh, no. Nah. No, not really? No. Oh, All fuck. Right. I thought I was reading where somebody,
3: maybe it no, wasn't in that space. They just have a oh. better chance
0: of getting the tag.
3: Yeah. Like New Mexico, I think is 84. I want to say it's 84% of the tags go to residents. But you've also got a lot more residents applying too. Oh yeah, so sure there. Is. I mean, there's oh. there's units and hunts where, even though non-residents are getting six percent of the tags, because the residents I've got didn't... A, I've got a better chance of drawing than my dad who lives in, in New Mexico. Just because there's so there's so many more residents than non-residents applying in in right. some of the units. Right, I see
1: what you're saying. Like there could be. 10,000 residents applying for one thing yeah. and only a hundred non-residents applying. So like the one out of 100, is easier than the 90 out of 10,000 or whatever. Well,
3: like Utah's real jacked up and unless they've changed it, like as a non-resident, I can apply for every species. I mean, mountain goat, bighorn, elk, deer, bison, all that stuff. You can apply for it. Where a, a resident has to pick one species.
1: Is it because they get every year they can do something different or what, dude? I don't know. It's I, a...
3: I think it gives them. So the way I look at it, and I mean I hadn't really researched the resident side of Utah because I don't live there, but to me that kind of that should give them better draw odds on on the species that they pick. I, I mean, because cause if other people are wanting to hunt bighorn sheep or mountain goat. They're not putting in for out. If you're putting in for out, you know. You want to go to Alaska? I don't know. if I, I could live there. No, no I mean dad. not
1: move there, but just go there one time. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> I'm yeah. fucking going, bro. Greenhill tells me all yeah, the time, I'm, man. I'm he's calling like, Greenhill, bro. Greenhill's like, dude, anytime you want to come, you just let me know, bro. He said, dude, Chad, I fucking hadn't told you. He said he goes up there and one of his coworkers hunts doll sheep, right? The big white ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. He hunts doll sheep and Josh has been on a couple of the hunts with him. He just backpacks with him, but
3: why have I not heard about this yet?
1: I, I found I've, out about it at lunch
3: a month ago. I feel like I'm talking to Josh in this microphone. Yeah, right he's now.
1: listening, so <laughs> not right now, but a couple of days later, so fuck him. <laughs> but he uh But yeah, man, he said he, he went on a couple of hunts with one of his buddies that hunts up there.
3: Dude, we just got to get Josh to take us, man. That's what I'm saying, dude. You hunt in Alaska? Gotta... If I understand right, you either gotta, I gotta be with a resident or a guide. No so, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think, I I think that's how it works. I bet you're right. They're real I know strict sheep on that shit. and shit. Uh, like brown bear, grizzly bear, and stuff. I'll I'm pretty sure that. you have to be with a guide. Would you? Would you or would... I think a resident qualifies too, though. Would I don't you,
1: know. Would you go bear hunting? I think I would go I think I would hunt for anything, honestly. Can I'm you a,
0: even eat a grizzly bear? Dude, I've I don't I'll know about it. grizzly
1: bear, but I know the, black bear, like you can eat. said that on his cookbook, I bought that new cookbook they have, the big giant one they just came out with. No? All right, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, I know okay. what you're talking about. So yeah. like uh it, it's either in that book or I would heard him say that like um the best meat he's ever had in his life was like a spring black bear that was eating blueberries. So that when they shot it, when they were cutting it open, the fat on it was blue, was light blue, and the meat and the fat and everything had this blueberry Swedish tint to it, and he said that's the best shit he's ever had in his entire life.
0: But grizzly bears are they're mostly carnivorous, right? They're, yeah, they're and then then that
1: being said, um, he also said that. Shooting bear for meat is like the lottery. Sometimes you get one that's really good and then sometimes you get one that's tough as fuck, tastes like shit. It's been living off a dead fucking moose carcass for three days and yeah, smells terrible. Like, moose the, assholes yeah, for there was, months. Yeah. The, he, said, he said that there was a dude that shot one that had been feeding on a dead cow, like in Alaska. I guess it had gotten a cow, somebody's cow or some shit, had been feeding on a cow carcass and he shot it and it was so bad he couldn't eat it. Like, even cleaning it, cutting it out, took the meat home, tried his best. He's like, it just was not happening.
0: Yeah, I don't think I can shoot a bear unless it's trying to eat me. (laughs) I could shoot a bear
1: to to eat it, but I think I could. I say that. That's scary. But, man, they're fucking everywhere, bro, up there. There is, man. Chad or Josh, man, he, it's fucking crazy. It's got to be crazy in Alaska, bro. It's got to be fucking crazy. Josh said that he's called into work because a fucking cow moose was fucking by his motorcycle. Really? Yeah. And he's like, and apparently they're dangerous like bears if they have a little one with them. And um, he called his job and was like, yeah, I can't come in right now. There's a fucking goddamn moose out here by my motorcycle. <laughs> and they're like, ah, cool. Just come in with least." Like it's normal for them. Yeah and you, he said man sometimes you'll be driving down the road you see one of big motherfuckers on the side of the road was it him who said that I've seen videos of them driving down the, in Alaska and just big fuckers just walking out in front of the
0: it's crazy like when you go that far north like, uh, I, like t- I took a train from Seattle to Vancouver Canada and just like once you get out of the city and when you're that far north you start to feel like you're kind of on the edge of the world like all of a sudden like you're looking out at the shoreline there's like bald eagles like everywhere just like Swooping down, eating fish and stuff. I've never been it's it's like watching the planet Earth documentary out the window of a train. I can't imagine like what it's like to actually live in Alaska because I've never been to Alaska, but being that far north, like you're kind of in the wildlife sphere where in a way that none of us are really used to. Well there just ain't no people, man. Yeah, there's no people. There's just no people.
1: I've never been anywhere like that. That's why I like it, because I don't like Yeah, it. it's amazing. It's like my dream right now. I would is love like, to go to Alaska. It's like I talk about a lot. My dream right now is to buy some land at the end of this year and next year out in the middle of fucking nowhere by my in-laws. It's an hour away from Lubbock and 30 minutes away from a gas station. And the only time I take people out there is when I come pick you up and blindfold you and take you to my house. <laughs> like yeah. I don't fucking I, – I don't dislike people so much. I think it's because my job has to do with like – You have to cheer people up. You have to make people happy. You have to make them have fun. I have to deal with people all fucking day and kids to where it's like, when I go home, I don't want to fucking see anybody. And I I like it being out there. So I think I'll really like this because of that, but I've never been any, like you stand on a mountain by yourself. You drive, you on the train in the middle of nowhere. Never. So, so so it'll be one of those sink or swim type deals. So how does this
0: work? So like, if you, you were to draw a tag in Utah like you've got like an elk tag or whatever you're going for, you got it. What do you like? You drive or fly to Utah and you go to like the the trailhead closest to like the public sector that your tag is in. You just hike in.
3: Is it just? Yeah, I mean, it, do you have to like. It depends on the area you're in. I mean, there's there's places where, I mean, you might be camped right by your truck and be hunting. I mean you may walk a quarter mile and be in some fantastic country you know for hunting but right. and then there's uh, there's other units like in colorado uh some of the stuff that we're wanting to hunt up there i mean where we park the truck will be 10 miles i mean yeah. uh, we're gonna leave the truck and go go out, you know two days before the season starts or some shit what's you the you what ease God? our way up there and acclimate and
1: trying to think about like what the thing i read was you can walk the average walking pace is like two miles an hour
3: right chad yeah i don't have any clue
1: how long does it take you to walk 10 miles how but that's different because sometimes you're not just walking in a straight line you're
3: yeah i mean it's
1: that's a fucking that's a fucking giddy up bro Dude, yes. yeah that ain't no bitch like and then that's you got, a trick question and then you got all that shit on your back got all my M&M's and Snickers bars.
3: (laughs) I will eat these shit out of M&M's. I'll I'll
1: tell you what, Chad, bro. I'll go with you, man. I'll just be your pack meal. I'll fucking pack my pack with nothing but SpaghettiOs and we'll eat like kings. (laughs) It's like, Corey's got 80 pounds of SpaghettiOs on his back. (laughs) And a whole bag of Reese's Pieces, boy. Living off of beef jerky and trail mix. That shit's for suckers.
3: All I care about is powdered coffee.
1: Powdered? Oh, you mean like oh, instant dude, coffee,
3: man? Like those Starbucks vias or zias oh, or whatever? Yeah. That I've one. never
1: had one, man. But like, dude, I, they're not bad. I like, drink so much
0: coffee that like they're not good, but they're not bad. Yeah, I've cool. drink so like, much you ever coffee, had those man.
3: Folgers powdered coffee? Yeah, is it terrible? It tastes like shit. Yeah, okay, it's it's like Starbucks. See,
1: like I I drink so much coffee that like I've thought about like man, if I go up there, I'm have to have fucking coffee twice a day is. Have to figure this out. Well, Mexicans, bro, like my in-laws and everybody, they are huge instant coffee drinkers. You know, the I don't know if it's what y'all are talking about. You basically yeah. open it, take a spoonful of, it's put like it in a the, stir in the water. water, like coffee grounds, you right? Pour it into and hot it dissolves water. in the water. Yeah. Is that what it is, Chad? Yeah. Oh, sure. okay, cool. So, like, I'm used to drinking that because I'm at their house. That's what they have. They don't have coffee makers. You know, it's not I used bad. to do instant coffee. Dude, that is huge there, bro. If you don't believe me, go to. I don't uh, believe well, you I know me, what I'm saying. But for you example, no, you. I mean just for example, for how yeah. big it is. If you go to the market street right here down by your, you know, me being in the grocery business. If you go, used to be. If you go down to this market street down the street from your house, you know, it's a new neighborhood, new store, predominantly rich white people. Not your neighborhood, your piece of shit. But <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Where yeah. It's new. Um, I bet you the spread for instant coffee on this shelf is no. Three feet, about the size of this table. Yeah, it's about. Oh, I, I shop there all the time. Yeah, okay. it's about. If you go to North okay. University, it'll be six or seven, eight feet. It'll be, really? I'm not joking. It'll, like be, it'll be longer than this table.
0: That's crazy.
1: That's crazy. Like,
0: because. Why, why is that?
1: Because Mexicans drink instant coffee. And, like, it's crazy because, like, one time when I. The real reason I knew all this is because when I was there right before I left, um, they were paying me to go around to these stores and they give you these big planograms. Yeah, You know, it tells you like what they, basically the store, what they sell the most of, they'll put it in certain strategic locations and push like the, the stuff that's easier for you to grab usually makes them more money because they want you to, they want it to be accessible in in plain sight. and yeah, Everything
0: looking, like chest height. Right.
1: You know. Instead of looking for it. So when we did the reset, so I'd have to go in there and clean out everything, move the racks the way they want them. And then I have to set everything up and then people would come in behind me and fill it. So when I was doing it, when we got to North University, I'm like eight feet of fucking instant coffee because the store I worked at was just like this much, man. I mean, dude, nobody actually bro, You're not going to believe this, but the one on uh, 82nd University. Yeah. Now it's different. The demographic that shopped at that store is very similar to Amigos, but it used to not be because when I worked there, man, I'm not joking, man. We had two shelves one shelf two shelf this wide instant coffee decaf regular
0: it seems Maybe. like that'd be like more inefficient than like just doing regular coffee in a percolator right well the what do you or mean not a percolator but like a you know regular like mr. coffee coffee maker or just like drip a drip coffee maker
1: well you mean like in the mountains or just drinking period
0: just drinking coffee period i'm confused you're, you're saying that your in-laws they just drink oh yeah they coffee. just do that why yeah, why? Why that versus just like culture? You know, I guess regularly? I don't know.
1: Yeah, culture. I guess
0: I really don't know. I never asked. Are they like making coffee like they after just, they have breakfast and stuff when they're already like working? No, they out drink on the ranch, it just or? like we
1: do, man. Like they they drink it just like we do. Like they make it for breakfast in the mornings when they're hungover, or in the afternoons, like they just take a mug of water, put it in the microwave, heat it up to you know hot as hell, and pull it out and huh. mix it in. Quick did and not easy. know that. It's not bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's not
0: it's not bad. Folgers kind of sucks, just yeah. instant coffee. It's not bad, but it but ain't But Folgers coffee kind of sucks period. Yeah, it's not bad, but it ain't great. No. It's
1: drinkable. Yeah. it's better than 7-Eleven's coffee. No, like
0: he was... the VIA coffee that he was talking about, that's not bad. Like I I used to use that uh when I was working. Same shit, yeah, you, you just spoon same it thing. And put it in the water. Just put a I'd get a have I'd have a mug with me and just throwing uh we had a little travel trailer that had a uh, power hopefully usually it had power we had a place where we could hook it up to power and the microwave you just throw it in there heat it up throw an instant coffee in there you're done
1: huh yeah i mean i don't know man it doesn't taste bad um i'm not sure why they do it that way you know what i mean i really don't is i wonder it, is it cheaper Dude, I don't I don't fucking, think it would be, right? I don't fucking know. It's obviously ground different because it's dissolving.
0: Oh no. They definitely you, do some like chemical shit to it to make yeah, it. Yeah, it's like dissolving. Instant.
1: It it would be almost like it's so fine they had to like you know how like when you spray sand it clumps up like that? Yeah. It'd almost be something like they had to spray the grounds like that to be able to even put it in the bottle. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it's not bad. But it's
0: like it's like crystalline. It's like you know, if you ever get like uh, you know the fancy salt It's got like the really wide salt crystals. That's what it kinda looks like. It's like coffee in like crystalline form that dissolves. It's not like it's like powdery. It's not like coffee roast or anything, but it's like
1: shit, that espresso machine I got's the bomb, son. Kind of i was a game changer my mom got me one i don't know she got it on sale she paid like 80 she told me she's like i paid 80 bucks for it but so like,
0: you have like the little uh it's like normally 150 like, pack, you pack it in there and yeah from there
1: so it's just a single serve it'll do double but it's uh but nothing fancy it's got the extension for your frother
3: is that what they call it mm-hmm. oh yeah your steamer Steamer yeah fucking thing.
1: I hadn't used it yet other than to spray my wife's face when she gets on my nerves. I'm just <laughs> She's got third degree burns on her eyes. No um man, it's fucking the shit, bro. I can finally make an Americano that tastes good. I'm not joking. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Text me tomorrow if you go to the gym, I'll bring you one in the morning.
0: Okay. Yeah, I gotta go tomorrow. So.
1: Text me, I'll I'll take you one. But yeah, it's been the best goddamn Christmas present i ever got. I've used. I use it every day, almost twice a day. I fucking love it.
0: Yeah, my brother got way into that. Like he's got uh, a re- pretty nice like home espresso machine, and like he like, you know, he's in Austin, so he's got a pretty good selection of uh, different beans cool and stuff, stuff to choose from. But, like it's got a grinder like in it. Like it's got a little mm-hmm. hopper on top. You just pour the beans into it, and it grinds for every roast. You just put the uh, little um, I forget what you call it. Like the uh, handle, and it pushes handle it in there for you in there, and it grinds the espresso. Uh, then you pack it there. down and you just pack it down put it over there get a double espresso make an Americano oh that's great that's why I like. I like Americanos I don't fuck with milk or anything else no
1: I don't either I mean I yeah I don't I hadn't even used it I tried the other day just to make Daisy something cause she wanted it but I don't know if I did it right it frothed a little bit but I think it had too much milk I don't get it yeah, I don't I've know man it, I fucking but... don't know I've never made anything like that
3: it's a game changer though it's fucking yeah. badass, bro. Does yours makes- have
1: an espresso machine on it, Chad? Nah. No, but you got the no, badass every time ninja one. we go one, to
3: though. Dallas, they got the, uh... My mom's got that espresso machine, dude. We come back to Lubbock. Laura's like, we gotta get it. We gotta get it, get dude. It's fucking machine. great, man. Like, it's I, so much better.
1: I like it, dude. I really do.
3: Dude, I'll drink like four or five cups of drip coffee in the morning. Yeah, At same. work, I'll drink it all throughout the day.
1: You don't just sleep at the station when you ain't running, man? Not nah, because you fuck up your schedule, huh?
3: Nah, I man, I'll I sleep at work. Some? Yeah. Oh, well, at to, night, right? Yeah. yeah, at night. But, now nah, like, during the day. Like, I get to work at 5 o'clock in the evening, I'm drinking a cup of coffee, you know? And then drink it all in the morning stuff. We go to Dallas, and they make Americano. And I'll drink, like, one. You're set. My mom's like, you want another one? And I'm like... Dude, I drink... That's how my parents' coffee machine is. My
0: parents have, like, a nice, like, coffee machine. And I don't know what it is about it, but, like, I drink two of those and I'm wired. Whereas, like, here, I'll drink, like... I I make a pot of coffee every morning and I'll drink... Usually most of it or all of it. Like, four or five cups of coffee. But when I go to my parents' house, something about, like... They've got one of the fancy ones where it grinds it right before it makes it and stuff. But it's coffee. It's not espresso. Right. But something about it and like oh ca- it's a coffee the, the machine Caffeine like it hits you harder
1: i don't know man it might have something to do with the beans they are using because like
0: well they they used like the same kind of bean, like just nothing, the machines like, better nothing huh? crazy i don't know just the machines better I maybe guess. it extracts uh extracts more of the uh it's cool man. oils like into you, it or something I don't yeah know.
1: it's cool because you pack it in there and then when you I'm, if i'm not mistaken man when you turn it put it inside the thing, you know, you stick the handle in there and turn it in to lock it. It's tightening it down on it. It rotates up and tightens in the, it presses it even more. Yeah. And then it releases that water, but I've opened the handle. There is literally only one little bitty pinprick that allows it to filter so it's pressurizing the fuck oh yeah but of. this
0: I, this one is my parents is just a coffee machine it's not an espresso machine yeah
1: so it's like that little espresso machine i have is pressuring the hell out of it to push it out and then it has that big foam top on it yeah the, the espresso the you know crema big i mean crema. big yeah. man so it's like i do so what i've been doing is uh i on my the instruction manual the book that came with the machine it said that espresso or no Americanos are normally one to three coffee water water ratio. So I've just been doing one and one for a little bit stronger and then I make a double. Yeah. So I do a double and then I use the same little glass, I fill it up, you know, halfway with the espresso when I'm done, I dump it and I fill it up to the same point with water. And it's been fucking great, man.
0: Man, I got a I got a beef with Starbucks, man. Wow well, what's going on. Like in the afternoons usually, like when I if I want coffee in the afternoon, it's usually like an espresso. Like, I want a double espresso, I'll go to Starbucks. And every time I go, it's a different amount of espresso because they give you that little to-go cup. It's like the little kitty sized cup. Right. And sometimes, you know, it's like, a, like maybe like a half inch in the bottom of the cup for a double espresso. Sometimes it's like, you know, twice that. Wait, I think wait, they wait. just guess.
1: How much is an espresso shot, like liquid form?
0: Like, like would it be that much? Dollar eighty. At, at no, Starbucks, no, no. Like no, not $80. money.
1: I mean liquid volume. Not, so, not as much know. as in your
0: beer. It's like uh so if you've got like because 'cause I'm doing double that. Like picture like a uh, just like a solo cup, maybe like a half inch off the bottom of a solo cup. Okay, I'm doing more than a Probably double. Like two ounces or something. Yeah. yeah I'm, sure. I'm well not even more. two ounces. I think like like a I think it's like an ounce. It? I think so Like a, a single Espresso shot I think I
1: don't know bro I've been filling up A glass about half Like that size With the nipple on the top but That's my problem I don't I think it's standardized it I think yeah. these, these Motherfuckers
0: are just Winging it out there Just giving me different Amounts of espresso But you know what's
1: Pissing me off about this Now what? I got This sounds so stupid But it really bothers me I gotta buy a fucking New cup On my little mini Yetis You know the You know the Insulated metal tumblers Yeah now i only fill them up about halfway and that bothers me i don't like the cu- i don't i'm fucking goofy so now i'm like i gotta see if they make a mini yeti
3: they do man caribou does
1: for reals yeah there you go
3: my damn motherfucker it's like a little uh tumbler that's what i want
1: because i fucking don't like having all that empty space in my cup i feel like it's making it cold <laughs> faster
3: <laughs> but yeti makes one too
1: I gotta find that now that I got my Amazon card back you gotta up your that the boy. Quadruple <laughs> I think I'm fucking making more than a double now that we're talking about it but yeah
3: dude you handed me that book and I was like what the hell are You you me some secret note or something that I'm supposed to find later like nah you, dis- you say so that like, disappointed lost or? Amazon gift card
1: man I did lose that Amazon gift card I was furious bro the other day I was like Daisy is that card in your car she's like no I'm like don't fucking lie to me you touched my card so now i'm gonna not tell her about it because she'll be like you fucking bitch me out for this shit what's
0: well, her fault for not subscribing exactly she should be listening <laughs> meskin
1: nah man i don't know chad what else you got bro any other cool shit you ever oh man i got a question you ever bump into the other any other hunters out there oh yeah too much uh, my dad man dude that's kind of why we go so far in
3: most of the times
1: the only thing my dad ever told me about hunting like being like cause I think my dad was like your dad back in the day man like my dad has a giant mule deer he shot in Colorado on public land like I have it somewhere it's fucking huge and he was telling me that the thing he didn't like about hunting public land was <laughs> he's like oh man every time we did it was so many fucking people he's like I just got to where I didn't like dealing with it but I, I was wondering about you because I know you go a lot farther in.
3: Well, that's I mean, that's kind of what's kept me away from Colorado. Like, you can go over the counter and buy Colorado tags every year. Right. right? But they said you're fighting other people. I mean, not necessarily not fighting them, but you're going to see other people every day. And you ever like accidentally kill someone and then hide their body in the woods? <laughs> not accidentally.
0: Yeah,
1: we're not going to talk about that. Not accidentally. <laughs> there's no, a
3: no but like so Doug and I pretty much hunt together every year I mean it's basically the two of us that go on all these these hunts together and stuff but do you like it you can't be mad at the other person because they're doing the same thing you're doing you know yeah. but I mean yeah if we go if we go three miles in and we run into somebody we're like fuck man we didn't go far enough
1: so you just keep going so or? we keep going and you yeah, know that so. area well enough you're not lost or you have to use your GPS, man.
2: The,
3: dude, the the area that we elk hunt, you're you're kind of hard pressed. I mean, if you go four <laughs> miles, five miles in, you're getting closer to another road. Oh. So it's
0: that's another like they're you're not going through trails, right? You're just like going through like yeah, rough country.
3: Not. I mean, there's there's areas in Colorado where you might get on like a hiker trail and go eight or nine miles and then cut off or something, but. Like in New Mexico there's not there's not a ton of just hiking trails, you know. You just you find where you want to go and take yeah, off, you know. I've
1: read a bunch about that too, about like hikers you'll be like in some of wherever, I don't know where it's predominant at, but like they'll be hiking hunters will have to take the same trails trailheads and take them deep into somewhere and then break off yeah. of the hiking trail and they'll pass hikers. Hikers will talk shit to them and shit. Like, we're going out there to kill some bigfoot, big foot. while well, they're uh, up there smoking pot and shit. <laughs> and
3: yeah, throwing we, their
1: Snickers bar wrapper right on the fucking floor.
3: We haven't hunted Colorado yet. We're talking about it this year next year. But, I mean, uh, we went. <clears throat> we were hunting coos deer last year in New Mexico. No Colorado. shit, yeah. Huh? yeah, and it was. Uh, we saw. I don't know. We saw a bunch of does. We were supposed to be in this, the best trophy quality unit in New Mexico. I don't know how the hell we drew this tag, but we left the truck. Did just one of y'all draw it? No, we both drew it, dude. Oh, okay. It was nuts, man. Like, there's usually one non-resident tag. And so we put it in as a party. I don't know why, because it makes no sense at all, but we put it in as a party. And we drew it, both of us, when there's normally one non-resident tag so we're a freaking pump, dude. We're like, we got the best coos deer tagging in the we're Mexico. We're going fucking you know?
1: clean house.
3: Yeah, so never been in this unit right on the Mexican border. We leave the truck, and there's, like, border patrol everywhere. And they're like, yeah, man, uh, you leaving your truck? Like, you coming back tomorrow? We're like, ah, we're planning on coming back in, like, six days. I guess like, Good luck. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, don't leave anything in the bed of your truck, you know? Like, We're like, ah, I'll start kind of second-guessing what we're doing, but they're like, no. Nah, they're like, you go like five, six miles back in there. There's, you know, we see a bunch of deer back in there. We're like, oh well, shit, that's right where we were thinking about going, looking at the maps and stuff. So we load up, take off, like with no intention of coming back till the season's over. And uh, it was cold as fuck, and we didn't see shit it was awful man it was a blast but it was so miserable
1: yeah that there's got to be moments of like you you do it and you're just like you don't see anything for so long You're like what in the fuck are we
3: doing t- do by the last day i was like this is i don't know we're seeing a bunch of does it's supposed to be the rut you know, like if there's does, there should be bucks. So just shoot them. Yeah, I don't know. By the end of it, both of us were like, "This is fucking bullshit." Like, time to go home. It's freezing cold, and uh, now we're talking about putting in for the same hunt again. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so stupid. But we'll do it. We'll do it again. See, I don't know, man. It's
1: it's crazy. It's. It's wild, bro. Like, it's really cool. I think it's really cool.
0: Seems like a a rewarding experience. Like, even if you, like, you go out there, you're cold the whole time. Like, you don't get anything, but still, like you said, like, you have fun doing it. And, like, looking back on it, it's a good experience. Like, you you wouldn't regret doing it.
3: Yeah, that coos hunt we did, I mean, obviously we checked the weather, you know, and we were packed and stuff for it, but we're like... Mexican border, you know. It's how not cold gonna can be. it be? Yeah, I mean, December, but... Yeah, it's going to be cold. You know, nothing crazy. And uh I think when we checked the weather, saying it's supposed to get down to like 20s. Oh, God. And so I packed my 40-degree quilt because of how far we're going. I was like, I'll just sleep in my clothes. You know, put my down jacket and stuff on. and uh, We didn't have cell service right there, so I don't know how cold it got. But I've been... I've been in single digits before, and it was colder
1: than that. <laughs> Dude, look at this. It was miserable, so man. So, like, where you went probably isn't so far from. Uh, where were you, where, where'd you go in at? Like, what's the nearest town that you left?
3: <laughs> yeah, there really wasn't a town. Okay, so, I'd like. Have, I'd have to look at the map. Man. It's all right. So,
1: just south of there, man, probably, like, Daisy's family is in Chihuahua and shit. And they're like three hours, four or five hours, something like that away from the border. And so, but her family lives up in the mountains and, um, in this little village, like, so when you drive into, there's like a city, like the size of Brownfield, right. That they get, that's where they buy all their groceries and shit. But then they live in this little village. It's up in the mountains, probably got like 20 houses. But every time I go, I get sick because man i don't know what it is it's probably the same thing like how cold you are because man even in the summer bro we'll go in the summer and i'll get sick because there is a giant difference in between like the 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 high of the day and the low of the day yeah. because it's de- it's a desert but then you're up there in those mountains and then it's like fucking you know, and then if there's no cloud cover, the heat just goes straight out that motherfucker, and it's cold as shit. It's like, man, even her little place, like, even in the middle of the summer, I'll get sick because I catch a cold because we'll be hanging outside not to go get a light jacket or something because it's fucking cold, man. And then in the winter, man, it's cold as balls up there. But in the during the day, it's not so bad. So I don't know, man. I think it's got something to do with that shit.
0: Yeah,
2: probably.
1: Because it's cold as balls in her little town at night, man. Like in the, in the winter, it's fucking cold. But dude, it's, you know, fuck, it's, you know, 500 miles south of here. Yeah. So you don't think it would be that
3: bad. But it is. So what are you wanting to do, man? I don't I mean, know. You're bro. the one wanting to get into hunting. Like, what's, what's
1: my plan? What's your thoughts on the deer? My plan man. is to get with you in the next couple of months and get a bow and figure out where I have to put in for tags. Yeah, we got you covered on the bow. <laughs> don't it's you yours, worry about debt buddy it's yours and then uh, and then uh, I got free government uh, free government uh, Pell Grant money coming in February 11th Chad <laughs> I'll see you on February 12th yeah and then um, the deal man is like that's my goal I'll just get with you but I didn't know they already started I'll just get with you before March and you just tell me like hey put in here and my plan is to go practice I say practice you know like fucking Go out and camp a lot during the, even if it's in my backyard, just get used to doing that shit. Try to go somewhere a few times and then if I get somewhere to go, you know, then try to go check it out before I go. and then, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, try to whoop. go check it out. Take
3: the wives up there, the daughter sometime. I'll go
1: wherever you want to go. You just invite me, I'll go yeah. wherever.
3: Now my wives. She loves to go camping.
1: And then, even if I don't get nothing, I'll go carry around your backpack if you want. You just gotta tell me when. I'll go in there and make a lot of noise so you won't get anything. <laughs> got a
3: backpack for you too. Oh fuck! Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, you're set, man.
1: Is it Stone Glacier, Chad?
3: Uh, Everly
1: Stock. Never heard of that brand. Is it? Is it like Stone Glacier? <laughs> I
3: don't know. I've never seen Stone.
1: Glitch. Dude, the thing about hunting that's so crazy is it's like, it's like, uh, what's another, uh, you know this, what, what would be another field you can compare it to that now in like the last 10 years, bro, 10, 20 years, like the technology in hunting is just like so ridiculous. Like it's so geekified. You, you know what I'm talking about? Like for me, when I see it, it's so nerdy, like, These like Kuyu, uh, Stone Glacier, dude, it is man. You you know, first light. All these brands—they're coming up with these new things and these new things. Like it's just like so, dude. Back when I remember when I was a kid, man. Like it.
3: Everybody wore blue jeans, right? It was nothing like that, man.
1: Yeah, and now it's like. These dudes are like got fucking crazy bino harnesses and fucking all this crazy shit. Just you a can niche do.
0: market like anything else, like any other pastime, like there's going to be people who exploit that market who figure out like, oh, people want, you know, a variety of things to choose from. So there's going to be like a we can make like the most like high dollar stuff and there's going to be some people who buy it because they're so interested in this hobby. Yeah, it's like it's I like think anything a, like you could pick anything. Jiu Jitsu for instance. Yeah, and now technology is like, just Jiu Jitsu twenty it by the years balls, ago, bro. like you couldn't buy a gi for more than fifty dollars, I bet. And now they have like two hundred, two hundred fifty dollar gis.
1: Yeah, like ten years ago when we started training in jiu-jitsu, you could only buy like, you know, when you were when we were new, you know, hanging out when you were young and shit. Jiu Jitsu then, bro, there was probably three gi makers. Yeah. Now there's an unlimited amount probably a hundred and they're so crazy like color schemes patterns themes they come with backpacks they come with bags different yeah the way they weave them is different and all this bullshit so hunting is like that to where like I like binge watch YouTube videos about gear that I don't even own. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'll watch like all these dudes. Like I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And then they'll, they'll talk about Moreno wool and shit like that. And you're like, that's the shit. Man. See, <laughs> <laughs> it is. But like, I watch all these shits like dude, like, so the hunting boots I got, right? Dude, I fucking spent like two months like reading about hunting boots, reading reviews. I'm like, okay, I got to get some boots. Cause Chad said, those are the most important things. So i got to find something. I want to find a deal. So I was looking, 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 looking. I'm like, okay. So then I found out that like the boots I got, Under Armour has two generations that they've made. The first generation when they made like their first, like, hey, we're doing hunting equipment now. And these are the four boots we made this product, these yeah. four models. And they made them for about four or five years. And then now, now just recently, they've redesigned them all. But they, so now you have like their heavy duty ones called a Brow Time. They have a Bozeman Speed Freak. They have a Ridge Reaper
0: and some other crazy it, fucking like. Was t- it you? Fucking Unglitz. You were telling Slayer. me about <laughs> someone who was testing uh, boots.
3: Just fucking Chad.
0: Standing in a bathtub. Oh, like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to test waterproof boots.
3: So after, after my feet got wet that one time. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, trust boots again after that I either. Had basically in Doug's last day of hunting. For my weak-ass soft feet that were wet. Uh, yeah, I wasn't doing that shit again. Wasn't. <laughs> you so spot the, them and stood in the bathtub? Yeah, fucking A, I did, man. What kind of
1: boots you got now? Schneeze. No shit you went yeah. with the fucking... Are they like those pack boots that are just leather tops, rubber nah, bottoms? No, they're
3: solid leather, but they got some... Uh,
1: shit in them, uh, make some water resistant.
3: Event, that's what it is, I believe. Yeah, yeah I've heard badass, I've man. heard
1: sneeze are the shit. Schneeze.
3: Super comfortable.
1: So like the Under Armour ones I got, I read where they're apparently the first generation is the exact same as the one they remodeled. They just changed the way they looked like, oh, they're still using the same shit. They're still using everything. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna look for one of the older ones for the cheaper. I mean, maybe I can find some that are a little used or something like that. Right. So I found something that had been set in a dude's closet for three years and I got them for 60 bucks when the new ones are like three fifty. but I haven't put them in fucking had stood in the fucking, uh, Bathtub yet? I will before we go somewhere. So, are, are they lace up boots? Yeah.
0: But, the, well, I don't they, I guess, Can they still I be waterproof if they're lace up? Well, yeah. the
1: deal is like it's a giant sock, but the sock is folded like this when you lace it. That's yeah, not like
3: mean. the tongue of a tennis shoe. Like Yeah, uh, the, it's the not separate. Goes all the way to the top of the boot. Oh, okay. So, it's like a giant sock. That creates man. A seal. a yeah. yeah,
1: it's like a giant sock. And then it just opens up wider at the top and then. The fucking new Under Armour boots. I don't know if you did do this. I thought it was ridiculous. There's well, one of them now has that click tightener. You just turn oh, a knob. Power. Yeah, you turn that motherfucker, and it tightens them up. And when you want them off, you just push the button. It pops them off. And then uh, but I ain't paying three hundred fifty dollars. I ain't go fuck their mother. That's crazy. <laughs> but the uh, the uh, the um the other ones, the big heavy duty ones, when you take them off, the the tongue goes. Tick-ick. It kicks out, and when you put them on, you flap the tongue, and it clacks back against your foot. I'm like, this fucking thing, sooner or later, you're just going to put your feet on, my boots tie, and and they're going to tie themselves (laughs) up. I was like, what the fuck, man? man. But yeah, like, that's my plan, dude. I don't know. I can already
3: tell you right now, from what you know about Under Armour boots, you're going to fit in just fine with Doug and I.
1: Because I'm a fucking nerd. (laughs) But it'll be fun, man, like... That's my plan is to try to, I've got a list of shit that I've been like reading and researching to buy like tents and jet boils and shit like that.
3: I don't worry about all that.
1: Well, what the fuck? I got to eat while I'm up there, Chad. Dude, tents and stuff are
3: expensive, man.
1: Oh, I, I, I found a couple for 100 bucks. I was just going to get something cheap for the first well, couple yeah, of times. You can do that if you want to. What kind of tent you got, if, Chad?
3: Well, If you go hunting with us, you can just... Uh,
1: Sleep with Doug on his cot.
3: off of us for a little while. Sleep with Doug in his yeah, cot. Yeah, I've got a uh, Nemo. That's what I'm rocking.
1: Never heard of it. I, I heard, What was that one I saw the other day with... It was cool. I was like, "Oh, that's that would be great. That's really nice." I looked it up. It's <laughs> like
3: fucking like twelve hundred
1: dollars. I was like, "Wow!" Dude, like, that's
3: probably what. That's probably what Josh has a uh, dude. Dude, what are the name of those?
1: I don't know. He, I could tell you if you repeated the name I of that tent. They're expensive Josh as has fuck. One of them. um, I'll look it up. Dude, get this shit. So I was talking to Josh about this. Like, oh, man, I told Josh, like, oh, I've been bugging Chad about I'm about to have
3: one, but I can't afford
1: it. I was telling Greenhill, I was like, oh, man, I've been bugging Chad about teaching me and taking me hunting and shit. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. And Josh is like an outdoorsman, bro. Like, he does, like, crazy cross-country skiing for 24 hours. All sorts of weird shit.
3: He just doesn't hunt. Yeah, he's taking us dog sheep hunting. Yeah, he
1: doesn't hunt. But um, he'll go. I think he even said now he's getting into fishing up there and he um man J- greenhill was telling me he's like oh cory goes everything about this well it's just like everything else like jiu-jitsu whatever else you do you know he's like everything about it man is going to be a learning experience he's like bro he goes i went out he goes the first time i was up here he's like i had been up here you know you think about it when josh went up there he's young he's only 22 23 maybe when he graduated college younger than that he's like oh man when i was up here first time I went camping cause he went camping and shit down here so he likes that kind of shit it's one of the reasons why I went to Alaska I think and he said that like uh yeah, that shit's fucking... Hilleberg, 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 that's Girl. it. Yeah, that's what fucking... Uh, Guarantee
3: that's what he's got.
1: That's what that old dude uh, who hunts elk, that fucking old Randy Newberg, is that his yeah, fucking name? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I, I was looking at his tent, I was like, damn, Randy, you got a badass tent. Uh, $2,000 I eBayed chance, that man. shit, I was like, god damn, Like he can keep it. And then uh, I think it comes with like a fucking Vietnamese whore if you buy it uncertain times yeah that it's the auto, auto mini bar <laughs> the
3: auto they suck. have like a
0: mini bar in there and like and a feather little, mattress and a little waiter a little waiter <laughs> yeah
1: but like a, a midget waiter that fits in your pack a pygmy waiter but green hill man, he's like oh everything's a learning experience bro he's like you know the first time i was up here i went out hiking i was 13 you know he's like this trail that he ran down is like it's like Fucking 13 miles a day, or I don't know. It was a long time. You had to camp and do it. It was like a fucking fell in a creek doing it. I was wearing all cotton clothes. He's like, you know I was fucking soaked the whole fucking time. He's like, man, Corey, if it's fucking in the winter, I'd have a problem. You know, like I'm out there fucking cold as fuck wet wearing cotton. If it's the winter, he's like, I'm in deep shit. Then that motherfucker was telling me, like, he's crazy. Like, he's to the point I'm like, I ain't got no fucking desire to do that shit. Like, he was like, I don't remember what exactly he said. It was like 20, you know, cause he's up there by the Arctic circle. Sometimes he's like, shit, Corey, one time I went and did this and you know, we're fucking my fucking stove gasket went out and you know, mind you, I have to fucking use this to melt snow for water. Cause it's fucking ice up there, you know? And I'm like, he's like, so yeah, everything you do is going to be a learning experience. And like, they do crazy shit, man. They, he's like, he said his dad. I talked to his dad one time. His dad's like, "Yeah, we went up there and visit Josh, but hell, you walk into their house, they don't have a living room. They just got a goddamn storage unit for all their outdoor shit. And then uh, so his whole living room's just canoes and kayaks and fucking dude, That's tents. freaking awesome, though. It's though, cool, man. man. Like, dude, uh, shit, I'll, I'll forward it to you, Chad. I'll, I'll ask him to send it to me. His wife takes pictures and shit. Like while they it's, go do all these hikes uh,
3: and shit, chasing lights,
1: motherfucker. How do you know? Yeah, dude. Is it on
3: Facebook? instagram no shit yeah i'm gonna get green hill on this oh they disappeared off the instagram and i was like what the hell man they had some badass pictures it's not on there no more then it came back not yet it's back but it's it's chasing lights and it was cool they dude they take some awesome pictures Find it on, the she his, does. Find it on Instagram and is, show me, man. I'm sure she takes Yeah,
1: she takes them and he sent me some of the pictures she took and I was like, holy shit, man.
3: Yeah, chasing lights photography because they're talking about selling calendars and stuff. Yeah,
1: I was like, Green Hill is a fucking monster, man. But it's, it's nuts, man, up there. But yeah, he said he'd been doing yeah, that. look at that, dude. He's it's gotten crazy.
0: into rock climbing and shit.
1: Chasing Lights
0: Photography. So this is like, uh, this is Josh's Instagram? It's Josh's girlfriend, yeah. or wife's Wife. Instagram. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. So it's uh, chasing underscore lights underscore photography. If anyone wants to check it out. Really cool. It's got pictures of the Rora Borealis, and fishing pictures.
3: Man, she's got otters awesome. and shit on this some thing, those, bro. Some of those pictures are unbelievable.
2: Whoa.
1: Wow, man, dude. Josh ain't they ain't fucking around.
3: I gotta buy one of those calendars just to support what they're doing. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. Whoa. It's
1: fucking cool,
3: dude. Holy shit. As long as some it takes, uh, awesome bird. takes the sheep hunting, you know what I'm saying? They got like a Hey, I see a beautiful green hill. Hanging out, out there. in the snow.
1: He's got a walking stick or something.
0: Man, these are some great
1: pictures. That's unbelievable, man.
0: Yeah, guys, check this out. Follow this Instagram. Dude, that's and While you're it, subscribe to the Skipping Church podcast. Give us five-star ratings. See, Green Hill's out there taking
1: pictures of fucking two cubs. It's all fun and games, so that mama bear comes and Dude, makes that's Mr. that's what's up, man. Until mama comes and takes makes Greenhill his bitch.
3: I told Lori, Caribou. I'm going to Alaska. On a extended hunt before we have a kid. I'm making it happen. Look at
1: that shit, dude. See, if you were there, Josh, or, or Chad, you could have shot one.
3: They're a little smaller. One of these days, man. Is it? Man, they got to move. This is fucking crazy, dude. You find them on Facebook, too? No, I got them on Instagram now. Oh, really? I'm going right. follow them right now. Josh, you owe us
0: like uh, five new followers for the shout out.
1: Yeah, or just if you think you can get on the podcast sometime. you can Yeah,
0: you know, next time you're in town once a year. Prick. You might consider being on the podcast that we've been inviting you on for the past three years. Now I found her on... Nope, that ain't it. Hmm.
1: They're on uh, Facebook too, Chad, you say? I don't know. I don't have Facebook. Yeah, I don't see them on Facebook. Everything I'm pulling up is in Texas. Well, that was fun. That was cool. See, Chad, you're not going to lose your job. Really? They might after they heard what I said on the previous 17 episodes. <laughs> yeah, like, as long
0: as they don't look
3: back into our history. Like, did you fine. hear what
1: that Corey guy said? That son of a bitch, Chad knows.
3: He called somebody a pussy. Now we got to make it happen, man.
1: I'm ready. Well, I'm not ready, but I will be next year, this year, later. You're ready. I'm ready. Yeah, pretty much. You just tell me when. I'll sneak out there. I'll figure it out. It'll be fun, man. I'm excited.
3: Oh, it's a blast, dude.
1: Even if I just get to fucking go, I don't even... I really... And I've even told Daisy, like I'm not even concerned about, like, shooting shit, really. I just want to get out there and do it and get familiar with it before I start doing it.
3: You'll find a new side of yourself, I promise. Yeah, the kind that... I guarantee the, you
1: that. The side that loses its shit when he has to play with yeah. spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe you'd find a new side of me. We're
0: gonna go out there with Corey. He's gonna turn all yeah, no,
3: Colonel Kurtz on us. We don't, talk about, us. That, we don't <laughs> talk about that.
1: What we do out there, Corey stays out oh, there.
3: Shit, it's like it's a running joke with all those assholes that I work with.
1: Horror. Oh, they to make fun of you and Doug God. going out there. I
3: just and use that shit as an excuse to go up there, you and Doug. You know,
1: butt fuck it's like let's think about it bro like, like is
3: this like broke back mountain hunting where y'all don't bring back any animals it's just three weeks like i want to bank these i'll sex, bank these all six, out here, not have to hike Man, 10 miles
1: tell, yeah tell these <laughs> motherfuckers like that's such a low-hanging fruit like if gay sex is a low hanging fruit like why the fuck would we have to fucking plan these drawn-out <laughs> trips like dude we can literally Just sneak off into the bathroom while you're taking a nap and do it right here. In your cot, motherfucker. (laughs) Like,
0: like, why do we have to go go through all that trouble?
1: Like, yeah, let's let's pretend we're hunters and go out there and let bears chase us and fucking fight the elements to, you know, fuck each other. (laughs) That's so funny, dude. Yeah. people are people hate on anything though dude. Yeah, like, yeah it's the same. they're just jealous it's the same shit like oh you're just groping around with everybody sweating on grown men like oh yeah like what the fuck like yeah that's it yeah it's yeah. like why would i do that if i go to like the corner of 19th and a i can probably blow somebody like i don't know why i need to hide this so well you know what i mean
3: Dude, you'll probably freaking kill a deer elk, your first year bow hunting. Wow. I'm telling you.
1: That, that's going to be crazy, honey. You're going to take me out there, and I'm just going to fucking be like the reincarnation of Daniel Boone. and like,
3: You're going to shoot your first one. I'm going to be sitting there and be like, man, congratulations. It's fucking what car- the fuck? <laughs> Way to go, cocksucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm going like, to snap my finger and like, Chad, Doug. <laughs> Clean my deer. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> pack
3: it out for me. Pack it. I'm going to throw my feet up in the house. So have
1: you ever got to do anything like that? Last question. You ever do anything crazy? Like have to pack out a shitload of shit along the Yeah. Ways? Who's? What
3: happened? Dude, that, uh, you hadn't killed an elk yet, right? Dude, we've packed out several stuff. I mean, we've packed out. I had to pack my meal deer out. My dad's, uh, of course, there was several of us. And those Ibex aren't very big. But my dad killed that Ibex. We had to. But I you, that sucker you haven't shot an elk yet, right, Chad, have you? I haven't shot an elk, no. So that's but, why you uh, still want to win big fuckers. The year where I was sitting at the water hole with the bear, uh family friend of ours, he had the elk tag. And I didn't. He hunted his ass off and didn't find anything. So we took him back into that water hole and got him his first bull. No shit. Yeah. Did you make him pay, pay you some money?
1: show him yours? That's nah. the other thing, how huh? people are secretive of their spots.
3: Dude, Yeah. Man, it's public land. You can't, I mean. That makes sense. Like, I'm all about helping people out, you know. No, it makes helping sense. Helping them you out where I can, but you, you, you got to be. You can't just be spreading the word, you know?
1: No, yeah, you don't want to fucking, like, you work your ass off to find these, and then you don't want to go up there and tell some family of 37, like, hey, here's your new favorite spot.
3: Then they're going to tell all their friends, and then you're going to have 50 people standing at that water hole whenever you draw the next elk tag. So, yeah, it's crazy. So when you pack it out, do you just, like,
0: gut them in the field and then carry out the whole? Yeah, carcass. Well, you have to quarter out. them out, right? Yeah, quarter, quarter them
3: out. We actually don't even uh, don't even gut them anymore.
1: What? Uh-uh. You do it without gutting them, the okay. Gutless yeah. The gutless method. method yeah. yeah. I've seen a YouTube Take video. Take the
3: quarters off and back straps, and then you don't the only jacked up parts, getting the tenderloins out. From the inside of the... Yeah. How do you do that? Very carefully. How? Because you got to get inside his fucking stomach. Yeah, you just cut that little lining and press the guts down and reach up in there and get it out
1: no shit you cut its head off then too cause you have to have proof of sex
3: yeah well I mean if you shoot a bull obviously you've got you proof of head, sex right? yeah
1: the gutless method yeah.
3: Chad hmm
1: what all do you leave I'm gonna ask a hard questions you wasteful hunter do you take everything yep
3: yeah. we take all the neck meat we can get all the rape All the rib meat we can get. No shit. Dude, it's kind of hard to get rib meat off of a deer. Yeah, it's not worth doing really. Like an elk, man. There's a bunch of meat there.
1: I read where they'll take rib meat and then boil it down in stock and shit. Yeah, I've never tried that. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you'd use deer stock for.
3: Like Alaska, man? Josh probably. I mean, he probably knows all about it, being around that guy, but. Alaska super picky. Yeah, you can't. I don't remember if it was like ninety or ninety five percent of all the edible meat or so. it's and, a crazy number, dude.
1: And then there's days like there's weird rules like the day you fly in because a lot of those places they have to fly you in those super cubs those little airplanes. Yeah. You can't hunt the day you fly in. You can't hunt the day you leave. You can't. You can't transport bone. There's there's weird fucking rules like you can't transport bone. So you have to bone out all the meat when you take it. You, there's some weird rules. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's some crazy shit. Yeah, I, I know on
3: the meat, man. They're like, I mean, you gotta... I'm all about not wasting meat. No, yeah, yeah. But like, shit, man, 95%? I don't
1: know. That's crazy, dude. And the other deal is like, I, a, I heard today on the meat eater thing, they find they find a guy, he killed three... When you shoot a bull moose, I guess, at some area or I don't know if it's everywhere. I don't know if it's a universal rule up there. A bull moose ha- has to have like three brow tines on one side or four on one side. It depends on the tag, I think. Or it has to be bigger than 50 inches. And if it you can't tell if it's not bigger than 50 inches, it's kind of a guessing game of like fuck how big is it you know what i mean and they, they're like oh what's usually the head the f- face and the ears are 30 inches so you can tell if it's double the head it looks like it's probably big enough and they said they find a guy fucking hundred thousand dollars for shooting a, a bull moose that was too small and wasted it
3: oh yeah i believe it because
1: he didn't i guess he didn't do it because he, it was too small and he was gonna get fined i guess i don't or he's getting trouble you know I guess, I'm not sure, but for whatever reason they find him for whatever reason he didn't take the meat and he wasted like a lot of it. So they fucking find him a hundred thousand dollars. They ain't fucking around up there, dude. Dude, they don't they don't anywhere. There's a dude up there, man, I don't know if y'all have heard it. You should go to the Meat Eater Podcast. Is a episode with it's called You're a Cool Dude Buck is the name of the title. It's a dude named Buck Bowden and he runs a guiding outfit up there in Alaska. And he's booked for like, he said he's booked for like three years in advance usually. And I was like, man, it'd be so cool to go this. He said when he was a kid, he moved up to Alaska because he got in trouble in the, in the States. And he moved up to Alaska out of a, like, basically he got, I think he set his school on fire or something as a kid or something. And the judge was like, well, we're going to send his ass to juvenile detention center. And then the parents were like, well, his godparents live in Nome, Alaska. Can we just, can we send him to his godparents? He's like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing, long as he gets out of the town. So he's saying that they sent him up to Nome, Alaska. And his godparents' job was they had relationships with the Inuit. Like, they're government Indian relations people. So he's like, man, he grew up going out with these Inuits and hunting walrus and seals and shit, like crazy shit. Well, then he got into guiding when he was really young, and apparently, like the areas they go there, they have to winter there, like because you can't fucking get in and out because the winter's so bad. Yeah. So he got to where he was staying. They brought these horses. And he ended up being the guy that would stay with these horses for like six months by himself out in the middle of the fucking nowhere. And you can tell like the way he talks, he's kind of odd. Like he's spent a lot of time by himself that he's very he's super cool, man. But you can tell he's not exactly like a people person. And I found one video of him on YouTube because I like, fuck I want to check because he was sounded so cool, man. And then, like, I was like, man, I want to check this dude out. So I've, I could only find one video of him, like, and he took some guys out on a guided moose hunt, and it didn't show much about him, just these fat fuckers, you know. But apparently, man, even with him, he was like, they were asking him, like, what's the biggest difference? He's been guiding and shit, and now he has his guiding outfit, and he's been doing it for, like, you know, 30 years. He's an older guy, and he's like, oh, man, he's like, the biggest deal now is, like, nobody wants to come up here and work hard. He said like people come up here and they think just because it's a guide service that I'm going to be able to walk them right to this fucking animal and they shoot them and go down. He's like, he's like, and he's like, they all think these animals are going to come in and surrender and just, you know, quit. And he's like, so nobody wants to fucking work hard. And they're like, so what's the percentages of guys that go up there and like quit or don't, don't make it. He's like, I'll oh, probably like 30 to 40, three out of 10, probably Damn. three to four out of 10 come up there. They don't make it. He's like, or, He goes, you get that or you get a lot of dudes, man, that come out and let's say we get out there and everything goes right and they bag one in a day or two and they're fucking pretending they're sick so we'll call the plane in to come pick them up so they can leave so they don't have to stay up there for the rest of the six days. I'm like, wow. Like, I'd kill to get to go do that.
3: That's cool as shit. I would sit on the top of a mountain for the next six days (laughs) just with the freaking... Chub and a smile on my face, <laughs> <Chub>. dude. <laughs> dude. God, that'd be shit, man. Dude,
1: like it's so fucking cool, man. Like I'm glad Josh is up there. I'm going one day. One day I'll have more money, and Josh is gonna have to kick me out,
3: dude. You can go on a caribou hunt up there, dude. Fairly reasonable.
1: That's what. That's what. There was an episode of the meteor thing where they caught those migrating caribou. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy, man. Like, I just can't. I mean, it's obviously. You know, he talks about it goes like, it looks easy. But it's not always like this. He's like, but there's an episode on the meat eater thing on Netflix, man, where he's like, they go sit on that fucking, he takes those two guys. You want know, to talk about Buck Fever? Watch that episode. It's where they go caribou hunting. Yeah. And he takes his buddy, that fat dude, uh, old guy named Dirk, and he's a cool guy. They take him up there to go caribou hunting, and it's during the migration. Like, every day, bro, they wake up, hike up to this mountain, bro, and it's just fucking hundreds of fucking caribou just all day just non-stop flow and then um he uh he uh picks him out man and that old dude you know he, he's only hunted in like fucking michigan or some shit his whole life so that old guy man he fucking pulls up on one he's gonna shoot it, and he did he doesn't shoot it like on the first day he's like no nah, I'm, I'm not gonna shoot it he's like why i like, oh, mean if i shoot it's over i'm not hunting anymore and so later he does it bro and he shoots this fucking caribou and he is shaking like, you can see this old man shaking and almost in tears. It's just crazy to see, like, the mixed emotions that go into this that you wouldn't think of on the outside, you know what yeah. I mean? But, oh, man, that shit looked cool as hell, bro. Those are some cool-looking animals, that, too, man. They're
3: a lot bigger than you think, too.
1: Yeah, they're, they're so fucking neat. He said that that fucking herd, I don't... The deal is I read two of his books, so I can't remember what I I read and what I watched, Um. He said that those caribou herds, like, there's some, like, they know these herds are so fucking big. Like, there's, like, 30,000 of them in a herd up there. Like, they know, like, this is herd B. Yeah, they're named. Yeah, they they know which herds they are. And he was saying that, like, dude, these fucking herds will, like, have, you know, 30,000 caribou in them and get hit with, like, they'll lose, like, 5,000 to fucking bears, 5,000 to fucking wolves, you know, another 3,000 to hunters. It's just going through the list of, like, predation on them and shit and then they just build their numbers back up and come back like it's fucking crazy dude um
3: that's what we ought to do man
1: yeah well I gotta like learn how to sleep on the ground first with hey but you know what the good thing is about the cold Chad ain't no bugs homie true yeah I think I'm gonna be a winner guy (laughs) (laughs) I'll just freeze my
3: balls off yeah Doug and I have been talking about caribou in Alaska for years now that's what we ought to do man you yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta go up there Fly in Do a float hunt Float hunt For what the caribou fuck? What the fuck is a float hunt Do you like the plane drops you out With this inflatable raft No shit You pack shit. all your shit Is it in the shit raft? that
1: dude You showed me That guy with the long hair The uh Dude you told his name earlier Donnie Vincent Yeah he did that I don't know I think I saw a video Of him doing that I don't know if
3: that. he has or not I
1: don't know That shit's It's crazy up the there The dude's man. my hero man He's cool it's super cool. It's like the Wild West up there, man. Like it's that's a cool part Dude, he's just got such it.
3: good views, and he's so good at articulating his opinion on hunting and stuff that it's well, it's impressive.
1: Whoever, whoever makes his videos for him is a fucking Killer. genius. Yeah, I you need to that. look it up,
3: man. Donnie Vincent.
1: Yeah, I, there's a couple videos of his on YouTube, but like the way they're edited and shot, it's fucking unbelievable.
3: I've got all of his DVDs in my truck right now. <laughs> they're they're freaking awesome, man.
1: Yeah, I hadn't seen any of those, but like, uh, but yeah, man, no, man, but quick thing before we get out of here, fucking Steve Ranilla, Ranella is a crazy motherfucker, man, do you know that dude was like, as a child was in, like, would read books and was fascinated with like mountain men and trapping, that's, I don't know, that's so weird to me, because that sounds like such a 19th century thing you know what i
0: mean uh-huh. i remember reading uh did you ever read mind side of the mountain Uh uh-uh. like in uh, elementary school it's a it's a book about a kid who runs away from home like into the mountains i forget what state it was but uh like basically like sets up like a little self-sufficient little camp. Canv- it's a kid's book yeah but um i probably read that thing probably six times man he i was, was so obsessed with that dude book he was like school. obsessed with like yeah. mountain
1: men and i like all, all this, shit. like I read a Daniel Boone book a long time ago, but I don't really remember what the fuck it was about. Other than I, I think the motherfucker lost a bunch of his kids out there to Indian, like really, like had his kids killed. And those mountain men were fucking crazy, bro. Like the shit Indians were doing to him is wild, man. Like there's a dude named Jim Bridger that fucking was a mountain man. He fuck him and his buddy were up there. The fucking Indians got on him, stripped Jim Bridger butt naked, tied him to a fucking pole, cut his fucking buddies. They, like, I can't remember how they killed him, man. I think they cut his intestines open. We're putting hot coals in it. Cut his balls and his dick off with, rub them on Jim Bridger's face. Shit like that. Like, just the most evil shit, bro. I think he was hamstrung. I think they cut his, like, Achilles tendon or something. I cannot, I can't remember for sure. Basically, this motherfucker escaped butt-ass naked for, like, a long period of time trying to get away from these motherfuckers. For, like, weeks. Butt-naked. Lived. Crazy guy. Then there's another dude on the, I can't remember his name. He's on the Lewis and Clark expedition. And so they went out, right? And then when it's, oh no, Greenhill told me a story. And when it was it Greenhill, I can't remember. And when he came back, they were coming back to town, right? So this guy has been out there in the woods and, you know, in the, you know, like the like great right outdoors or whatever for however many years. And there was an expedition passing them when they were coming back there. You know, they're like 100 miles away from town. You know, they're going to be there in a couple of days. And this other expedition passing them, going out for a few more years. And they're like, hey, man, I mean, I guess we'll ask. Does any of y'all want to sign on and go with us? That dude's like, fuck yeah, I'll go hopped in the boat and went again. <laughs> like, can you imagine that shit? It's like, but I imagine it's just life for them people. But no, nah, man, Ranello was all into that shit. So, dude, when he, when he was in high school, he was a trapper. Like, he was catching minks and foxes and shit in the 80s trying to cash in on that fucking fo- uh, uh, fur coat business. And then yeah. Peter showed up and ruined his fucking business. He didn't have a business, but he wanted to be a fucking trapper, man. And then PETA kicked his ass when he graduated <laughs> out of high school and nobody was paying money for that shit. So then he moved up and was like, moved up into northern Michigan and was talking about how, like, well, I had to go to school. So I went up to school and... We were like, well, I can live with my brothers, but we don't have no money, but we can, there's a lot of deer hunting out there and we can squirrel hunt and we can do all this. So they literally were like fishing and eating to live while they went to school. So they'd go to school and then go out there and live out in the outdoors doing all this shit to eat. And so he's got a crazy fucking story, man.
3: It's freaking awesome though. Yeah, he's cool.
1: he got, got a crazy story. Like who the fuck, a, a fucking trapper. It's just crazy to me. I had never even heard of one. Like, I mean... Yeah. Outside of a book, you know yeah. what I mean. In the 1980s, not yeah. the 1880s. Yeah, and then uh, man, the other thing in Alaska, he did it. He did a. He wrote the other book I read is about the American buffalo, but it's because he drew a tag on a, he drew a tag like one out of six thousand to kill a, an American bison in Alaska, and he got it too. That motherfucker. He must in be in
3: Alaska.
1: In Alaska,
3: how did
1: They brought him up there, so like pretty much every bison if i'm not mistaken that you can hunt on public land is wasn't well we almost killed all the motherfuckers so it's we, somebody brought him up there like i think the bison he explains in alaska got brought up some guy some rancher or some group of guys got to Like me chad and you got together and like let's fucking get five grand up here and we'll get permission from the state and we'll buy these thousand buffalo and put them out here on the brooks range or whatever or some shit and That's what they did. So now they got like a small population of like, you know, a herd of like 2000 and they sell like two tags a year or that they sell. I think the year he did it, they sold like eight tags and they're, they're, they're almost year long tags, like eight or nine months, something like that. You got as much time as you can to get one. And he said that the year he got, he got his and only two other people turned, turned in their tag. Wow. Hmm. So it's apparently fucking hard, but that shit's cool. I need more really money. Cool. That's why I'm in school. That's why I got to go to Spanish class tomorrow.
0: That's why we need a sponsorship.
1: You, 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 we still looking <laughs> we for a sponsorship. Use... You <laughs> think Kuyu would sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool.
0: All right, man. All right. This was fun. Thanks, Chad.
3: 47. Thanks for having
0: me. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Remember to like us on Facebook, uh, write a review on iTunes if you will, if you got the time. Give us a five star review, tell your friends about us, and we will see you next time.